Welcome to WRTS. We run this station presented by Uninterrupted. It's an episode of Film Study. I'm Spencer Pacinger, and I'm here with my producing partner and best friend, Dane Mork. <laughs> oh, I called you a best friend. Yeah, that's, that's that was cool. Right that was cool. I mean, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, joining <laughs> us again. I mean, clearly this is a film and TV podcast uh, through an athletic lens. Yep. Um, I'm not the former pro athlete, but Spencer is. Um, but uh, you can find us on uh, social media. At uh, Spencer is at Pacinger, no vowels. No vowels. And I'm at Dane Mork. Uh, you know, same old joke, but there is no other Dane Literally Mork. Literally Dane Mork. Um, <laughs> and yeah, subscribe to We Run This Station and uh, rate five stars and uh, tell your friends. Yeah, tell, tell your friends. It's a friends. good time. And we're Please here with producer TD because producer Matt is in Tulum doing something. He's in he's in Tulum? Mexico just watching Avengers films and stuff. It's yeah. It's a vacation. Get outside. Yeah, Matt, yeah. If you're listening to this, go outside. Yeah, he was watching Netflix when he texted <laughs> us. But uh, yeah, we're lucky to have TD here with us today. Hey guys, what's going on? And I'm excited to be here. And I know before the show, Spencer had issues trying to figure out how to introduce Dane, and, and chill, that's why chill. that's why he threw in best friend there to be nice. He's trying to make up for his you know. best friend. Yeah. I said homeboy for those. I'm just putting myself out there. I called Dane my homeboy, and it's not 2004, so <laughs> I don't know where I went with that. But I paused for a moment are. once you said that, and we had to restart. No, I looked so. around like. <laughs> Like, who is saying this right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, out of your element sometimes. It's early in the morning. You'll be all right. Fair enough. And, I, you know, just to make it clear, you know, and I, I am a producer who's filling in for Matt. And, you know, as, as you said, Matt is the guy who does all the impressions. And But all I don't have any of that. All of them. Don't have any oh, of that no, in my bag. No, but you have insight. I what we're have, doing today is very important. <laughs> I do have, though, NFL and sports references for days. There we go. That helps for a movie and go. TV film podcast. There Absolutely. Lens, sports, sports lens. And um, I was really hoping that Daniel would introduce me as someone who was on your left. But here we are. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I, I have a plant in my left, so. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> that just, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Thanks, man. For all you Avengers yeah. fans, you know, left. you know what excited. that is. So. <laughs> I'm excited. Big week, but uh, no, show. good call. What do we have today? Uh, coming up about? on today's show, we got a lot on today's show, right? Film Room, Endgame, yes. Avengers Endgame. We're breaking it on down. Yes. Characters, I mean, themes, topics. We're not going to not talk about Endgame. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, yeah. we might get to Endgame, but yeah, no, no, seriously, we're breaking down Endgame from, from point A. A to Z. Z. For a reference, Z. For reference, collectively in this room, we've seen the movie 11 times. Yes. Correct. Yeah. 11 that times is accurate. amongst the three of us. So. Correct. Yeah. Come this weekend is probably going to be like thirteen <laughs> or fourteen. I'm good for at least one more. I know Dane's going. Yeah, once. I'm going uh, Saturday Chinese theater. Yeah, um, Ooh, okay. with uh, with my sister going she Friday Chinese theater. I think the next time I see it has to be IMAX. It can't be anything yeah. else. That's yeah. that's what I figured. I said I got I got to do IMAX and yeah. um, same. So Spencer's seen it three times. I've seen it four times. Dane's seen it four times. So yeah, I think Matt Perret has definitely seen it once. Although he's probably you know doing an Avengers marathon right now <laughs> on Netflix. So we'll see if that counts. Um, but yeah, excited. You know, definitely excited. Um, so we're gonna get to end game and then but first we gotta do hot takes, right? Yeah, we gotta so talk about this. Talk yeah. about sports and, and TV and film talk through a sports lens. That's a big part of a sports media hot takes, but for us it's more so like giving our takes on specific things that are happening in TV and the in the movie industry. So first up, all American season two. You guys kinda bury the lead, right? You guys are <laughs> Big. Yeah. So let's start there. There is a season two Dope. of you guys' show on CW and now on Netflix, All American. So take one. Let's fucking go. We have jobs. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. like we have jobs. That's yeah, something that's, that that's important. We're very excited. That's about, very nice to have in this town. But <laughs> I myself got the news when I was heading to Warner Brothers lot to talk to our showrunner, Kichi Carroll. 
about season two storylines. This is something that the season. Uh, hey, NK. The, hey, <laughs> hey, NK. If you're listening. The, the studio asked her to put together what they think a season two would look like. So for the past couple of weeks, she's putting, she's been putting together um, potential story arcs. So she wanted to sit down with me to talk about, you know, more of my life, more things that we can pull and, and put into the story. So as I'm heading out there, I get word from it. Um, it was kind of insane. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was ins- it was it was insane. Mind you, on my way out there, I had to, some hand sanitizer in my hand. I just got the news. I, I, listen, hear me out. I just got the news. I opened up the hand sanitizer because I had some like my hands were dirty, and the hand sanitizer got in my eye somehow. So I almost oh, you told me this. Yeah, I almost crashed my fucking car. Yeah, celebrating with hand sanitizer getting in my eye, alcohol in my eye. Yeah. So that's you told how me I, you that's said how I brought you're it. like I got great news, but I was a little worried about going blind in my right eye. <laughs> exactly. And I said that'd be a really shitty but good day. No, the thought came in my head of like <laughs> this can't be my story of when I heard season two came. Like this, this I cannot be blind in my right eye after knowing that we had season. That's two. a really compelling arc in season ten about all the exactly uh, like Coach your, Spencer all the issues you're hitting as a new father <laughs> and uh, once you hit your thirties, it'll be great. <laughs> but it'll Coach, you didn't see the play. Don't fucking talk <laughs> shit to me. But uh, it's really, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's not. It's like, you know, you, you realize how lucky you are to be in these positions just to have a show on the air. And we're constantly reminded of that. And, um, yep. you know, we we miss everybody. Like, everybody on that show and, the, you know, from the crew to the actors. I mean, the people on props to yep. whoever it may be. We establish relationships on there that I I wasn't ready to, you know, to let go of. And yeah. I think I think, you know to see what the show's doing for people and how it's affected everyone on Netflix. And, you know, seeing kids write a school essays about it, you know, about how, yeah. how it's affected them. And, and hearing, just hearing what people are getting out of it that we knew it, what it could do from day one. And to see that actually happen has been wonderful. So now we get to do it all over again and we get to hopefully coach, coach Beverly to some, some wins. I would say specifically <laughs> the social media impact that it's had mm-hmm. just on me. Like every time I open up my phone, I have five or ten new DMs of people either wanting a role on the show, trying to work on the show in any capacity, asking me how did I do X, Y, Z. I've had some pretty cool conversations with kids all over the world. I'm actually in a deep conversation with a kid from like Africa right now that's being bullied uh, at his school because he's apparently like the only African kid at his school. So it's the, the reach that it has right now has been fun. Um, but it's allowing us to have some real conversation about what's going on in our neighborhoods all around the world. So here's to season two. Um, yeah. we, already, we have some really dope shit for you guys in season two. I already know for the most part a lot of things that's going to happen. So we're, we're, we're pushing. Can I uh, make a prediction or ask what make that a, yeah, could be? Yeah, make a prediction. I'm not saying Are anything. you guys <laughs> going to join the Arrowverse? And now I have superheroes oh, on your show. Because that's all CW family. As you know, the Flash, Supergirl. I don't know if you guys know. I used to work with Warner Brothers. Yes. And that's, you know, CW is all part of that. And so that's, I mean, Greg Belanti universe. Yeah. So yeah. is that going to happen? Are we going to see Spencer, like, put on a cape and take it all the way to, you know, to the end zone for a win? I mean, I, I was a superhero when I was younger. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I remember early on before we even, I want to say, like, right after we shot the pilot, 
there were talks about if there's a world where we can do a crossover event with, I want to say Riverdale. Black Lightning. Oh, Riverdale. Possibly, but Black Lightning would be great as well. But yep. I remember um, back when we were talking about it, it was Riverdale had at that point like a football element towards it. Yep. So, and I remember back in high school, like we would go around the country and play different teams. Like yeah. I actually went to Hawaii my, uh, I want to say my sophomore year to play a team in Hawaii. And the year I left Beverly, they went to Ohio to play a team out there. So it's yeah. it's not out of the realm that we can find ourselves on another TV show, but yeah. there's no spoilers, I mean, no anything. I mean, those were all hypotheticals at the time. Hypotheticals, you know. but maybe. Being such a big superhero guy, and we all hear about that superhero life, as you're gonna see on this show, shout out to Rhodey. But um, <laughs> if, you know, if you guys could theoretically be the birthplace for a cyborg oh, on a CW TV yeah. world, like a, that's his backstory, Whoa, right? that's a good call. It's Same. funny you say that, too. If you need an executive producer, you know where to find me. <laughs> they posted a yeah. deleted uh, scene that Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, mm -hmm. not to get off, you know, off course, he posted a deleted scene yesterday from the Justice League cut, and it's him. And it's a giant green screen, but it's just a bunch of football players. Mm. And it was basically how he came to be and stuff, which we never really got to see. Yeah. And definitely. so, you know, hey, maybe we Cyborg, can show man. it now. That's, that's worth the Supergirl has a great arc in All-American season. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's some great stuff. <laughs> there we go. All right. Speaking of seasons of television. All right. So we just had, as you guys know, we're in the final season of Game of Thrones. And Sunday, this past Sunday, was the epic battle of Winterfell, the longest episode in a TV series. So take Two. Never start a show in season eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's Game of Thrones or Friends. Did Friends go eight? I don't know. Just don't. It's a bad idea. I have no idea what the fuck just happened. Yeah, I'm black. I don't watch Friends. I mean, you know, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am black, too, for those Do of you watch listening Friends? and can't see us. And I watch Friends. And not only do I watch Friends, I watch Joey, okay? <laughs> the spinoff Joey, which was terrible, but I like the... You watched, like, wait, time did, out, you watched, watched Joey? I, I watched Living Single, okay? I'm picturing, no, TV, I'm picturing TV, I'm picturing TV, like, hit this couch understand. And, like, Joey's on. It's a known <laughs> fact, this, this is my tin hat yes. right now, but it's a known fact that Friends is a direct ripoff of Living Single. Complete, all right, that is all right, all right, you guys, back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, we can dedicate this whole episode to Because I can't Single contribute to Friends or the show you just said. I'm over Tim And I'm not going to be good at contributing. right now. All right. All right, that's another episode. Battle of Winterfell. Cool. I had a really good time. I had a I had a Malbec. It was ah. super good. I had a couple glasses. You you were, you were classy. Yeah. And, but at the same a time, I'm like, this is my wine. Said, I still don't really bitch. know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a little behind. I'd love to see, you know, TD and I were talking before this. We mm -hmm. have someone who has... I'm, I have no idea what's happening with this. You're a casual. We're, we're, you're we're a casual viewer. All three levels in this room. Yeah. So TD has followed it, has seen it, knows Die the intricate stories. I'm somebody that has followed it simply because my wife loves it. So I'm, she owns the remote essentially. So whenever she and wants I'm, to watch it, we're yeah. watching it. So I know the storylines for the most part, but the really intricate stuff that I feel like TD knows, I don't understand that. You are just coming in green. Like I'm the dude who YouTubed Red Wedding. Yeah. You know, and like I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, this is fucked up. <laughs> And I had no idea like what where to go from there. Yeah. So you know, TD, help I, me out here, man. I would say this: I would, <laughs> as a fan of this show for eight seasons now, having seen the first, definitely like the first five seasons multiple times, I would say this was a letdown for me. This episode was built up to be the epic battle, and it was a letdown for me. Obviously, spoiler alert: if you're not on social media or live in 2019, everyone spoils the show the moment they watch it. Yes. Which I hate, but how? 
that's that's where we are in, in civilization now. Drake was at the Billboard Music Awards the other day, and he's part of his acceptance speech is spoiling the episode with the Aria. But that's only for TV. I feel like not spoiling it only gets the movie treatment. You Correct. can't you can't you can't not spoil TV show because it's live tweeting. Now yeah. movies. It doesn't need to be live water. tweeting, but that's, that's, a good that's point. the world we're living in today. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You can't live tweet a film. What a dickhead. That man. is the world we live in. It's <laughs> like when they, you get to the spot at Chipotle or wherever, it's like a, you ask for avocado and go, avocado is a little extra, by the way. They've been asking that same question for like it's 15 like, years. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm not fine with it, but that's the world we live in. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what it is. And that's, you know, people live tweet TV and whatever. So, um, obviously, spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. It was just a letdown in sense. The Night King is done. And that was a big, mm-hmm. big character, you know, throughout the, you know, throughout the history of the series, and it just didn't pay off as so well easy as should. I, too. He's, so he easy. dies so easy for somebody. Like, he could have fell on a rock and he would have died <laughs> the in his trek to to Winterfell. So the fact that he just got shanked in the in the abdomen is like we got shanked the dragon. Well, what? with Valerian steel blade, which is magical, yeah, metal and like dragon glass. Oh that well, can if kill it's Valerian, wives. then yeah. Oh Valerian, they know the stuff. <laughs> Um, it just didn't work for me. And there are setups too in the early, early in this season and even previous, uh, previous seasons of the show. And it just didn't work on screen. What they showed us on screen didn't work. And they have this thing now too, where after the episode on HBO, HBO Go, you get to see like a ten minute featurette with the you know yeah. D and B, the directors, uh, showrunners of the show, and they kind of explain what you just watched. It's like, yo, man, show don't tell, fam. Show don't tell. Yeah, yeah, I don't, that's yeah. not canon. Just because you talk about it afterwards, it's not. You, you don't need to hold our hands through every single episode. And that's what a lot of TV shows are starting to do now where they talk about the episode in depth after it's shown. It's like, don't try to rationalize what you guys did. Like, you guys did it. Just shut up and let us digest it how we want to digest it. So if you're saying, oh, we knew people would have problems with it this way or that way, Fix it. No, fuck like, it. Own it. Specifically, the way they shot it. I know a lot of people are like turning up the brightness on their TV. I even turned my TV into like dynamic mode because I'm like, is my TV fucked up? Dynamic but mode. It's, I, I, I Light got flex. a new TV. Yeah. <laughs> but if, the for the first that? like 30 minutes of the whole film, of the whole, well, we can call it a film. It was what, yeah, 90 minutes pretty long. Pretty much, yeah. You couldn't see anything. And everybody around the country were like, wait, who is it? Did they shoot it this way? Did they mean to shoot it this way? They meant to shoot it that way to be like, oh, this is how it would really look. I don't give a fuck how it would really look in whatever century you want it to be in. Show me the shit. I yep. want to see it. Yep, 100%. And that's uh, that's just really odd. And by the way, just a quick aside on the whole TV darkness thing. So I think Verge.com uh, put an article of how this is how you should watch the show. Like, these are things you should do on, like, 10-step list. Don't hold my hand. Okay. And one, on one of the things on that list, from a technical standpoint, right, From a, it was like, buy an OLED TV. And it's like okay, settle down. Not yeah, everyone right. has the funds to go out there and buy an oil, you know, OLED TV. And it's like that, and the episode that's not gonna help me for an episode that was on this Sunday. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. So um, one, I do have an OLED TV, and that shit still was dark. <laughs> there's only one, there's only one day in the year where people will buy a TV and return it, and that's the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's the one time where even companies know like we're going to get probably forty percent of these TVs back. So yep. let's make space for it. I'm not buying a OLED, OLED TV. OLED TV. Yeah. For a ninety-minute TV show, yeah, fuck out of here for that. Yeah, I think it's funny well. when you there's those like three-step things. You're like, oh, this will be quick, but then they're asking so much from you, like that <laughs> yeah. opening step. It's like pay two hundred dollars for a brand new TV, then get. It's like, well, fuck, yeah, yeah. like I can't well, afford this. My my thing with this episode is not enough people died. Yep, you had a, yeah, you had a yep. 
like torrential downpour of zombies coming. Even in the last scene, you still saw zombies coming in. Either they were like previously dead or yep. they were the ones that Undead, just died yeah. in the battle, but they were all rising coming into the coming into Winterfell. It's like more people should have died. Sam, very convenient. Sam should have died. If there was one person yeah. that needed to die, Sam should have died because he was just too jittery, too like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. But then he's killing too, way too dozens of zombies. Like, yeah. no, you should have got that, out the paint. That was what I gathered as from coming from my point of view. Yep. Because I, you on social media, just like read the Twitter feed, like I, you can follow the whole episode. Yes. But... That was the main complaint I just I saw from people. It's like not enough people was died. Like, and it was interesting because I don't, you know, I couldn't really relate to that, but but that was it kind of made me interested to go back and watch everything. Because yeah. I was just I didn't give a shit about these characters. And I guess, you know, this could even go into like endgame when we start talking about that. It's like there's a build up to all this and yeah. it really matters, you know, investing that time. Yeah. So And um, this is the first that was episode the main that made I me saw. question my time investment in the show, mm -hmm. honestly. Because we have three episodes left and it's like, oh, this stuff doesn't pay off, then what uh what have I been doing this past what six, seven years? <laughs> yeah. Like so, you know, it's very questionable. I do want to say this. So if you guys ever get to the point of all American, I hope you do, where you're doing like the end of show featurettes and sit downs. Um, don't do it like the guys, the, sh the showrunners of Game of Thrones. Like They seem so miserable when yeah. they're doing it. It yeah. seems so like yeah. deep in thought, like, I can't believe we're here. We're so tired. Like So, yeah, this is the part of the episode where we know we couldn't do this. And it's like yeah. they seem so miserable doing you know, having this all-time epic show. So don't, yeah. don't do that. Because you, no, don't wanna, no, no. you don't want to have to explain your work. Like yeah. That's one thing. If you if you send in a script, if, if you make those choices you make, you want the studio to trust what you did. Yeah. So the fact that they're like, oh, let's make a whole separate production. Yeah. You guys explaining your choices. They're like, yeah, that's a good point. We're, we're accomplished screenwriters yeah. and directors. Like, why the fuck do I have to explain myself to that's you guys? A good like, point. Just take the that's art how you guys want it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're taking out the, the objectivity of it. That's so a like good point. Absorb it how you want. Don't tell me how I'm supposed to absorb the, the content. Well, part of the job, too, is just like taking those, you know, surface complaints. Yes. Of just like, you know, they sound so mundane, but it's just part of the job where yeah. you're like, why'd you do that? You know, even like some of the shit we deal with just football wise, we're like, you know, some athletes are like, why'd you do that? Well, like, fuck, you're in the moment. Like, yep. you know, you're kind of working with what you got. Yeah. And it's, it's just a question you, you know, the answer to, and you've said it so many times in your head that sometimes it gets frustrating to have to do it in front of a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I will say that, uh, Arya killing the, killing the night King. King. Yep. This is something that, you know, me and Dane talk about this a lot because we're living in the world. Uh, it's, it's a Me Too world now. Yep. It, it's, we, we have to level the playing field. I'm all for it. But the one thing that takes me out of stories is when they try to essentially force the issue in, in the show, in the movie or yeah. whatnot. I actually think, I go back and forth with this, but right now with, with a clear mind, I actually think this was, a, this was a good ending to it and having Arya kill Night King because... They have built her up for so long they as have a person yeah. that has the power to do whatever she wants if she truly believes in it. Yep. To me, it it felt right that she was able to do that. I would have been fine if John killed him, yep. but the fact that Arya had like a fucking twenty foot vert or long jump yeah. to breeze past an army of White Walk—that's something I, I don't really. It was. It seemed convenient. Absolutely. Seemed convenient. She yeah. had like yeah. a she had like a three nine forty in that. Yeah, like you just see like the hair brushing by one of the one of the. She uh, had like Cam Newton's like broad jump. <laughs> yeah. like it was like wait what? But I'm I was fine with that. You know he he took a he took a a stab to the to the gut. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Right. I feel like he could have did a little bit more to die, but. Yeah, it and Arya, Arya has been, as you mentioned, not always super clearly, but she's like a next level. Like she might, if in a one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one battle, she can take out Jon Snow. Like that's the level 
of training she's received. Yes. Um, and then even when she's trying to evade the zombies inside Winterfell, inside the, you know, inside the actual castle, there's that section or that scene where you can see blood dripping on the floor. Yeah. Is louder than her movement was. Yeah. So that's our next level. Like, you know, speaking of, you know, we're going to talk about a video game here in a second, but that's like Metal Gear level. <laughs> yeah. You know, tight, yeah. sneaking around. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was pretty cool so to real, see. So real quick, what's your prediction for the ending of the show? <sighs> Who's going to take the Iron Throne? Is it going to be dismantled? What? What are you saying? I think there's still there's still a rift there to be answered between John and Danny, who are now you know lovers, but also mm-hmm. uh, related. Mm-hmm. She's she's his aunt, but then also now fighting for the throne. Right, God, he's the rightful fun. heir. He's the rightful heir, and then so obviously the Cer- Cersei's going to get. She's going to get it. This there's is, no way Cersei doesn't get it. And yeah. I mean, who knows? This show is. I'm under- actually fine if she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. But if I had to, if I just take one prediction. I'd say, oh, that's a tough one. I'd say either John or Danny get it. I don't think both survive. I think. Okay. I think originally I thought Arya was going to be the last person standing. I, I tweeted it too. I was like, yeah. Arya, she's going to be the last person standing. She's going to be the queen and ride off into the sunset. Now that she killed the Night King, I don't think they'll give her those two powerful storylines. So I do think the, the Iron Throne will get dismantled. But. John might have to kill uh, Danny. Danny. Yeah, I think there's a rift there coming because Danny still is, you know, we never saw the end to their conversation when she re- when he reveals that hey, I'm actually Aegon Targaryen and I'm actually the rightful heir to the throne. I think she's still kind of potentially sees him as an enemy. I think I think John kills Danny, yep. but doesn't want the throne, relinquishes it. I think Sansa kills Cersei because of all the crazy shit that they've been through. Yep. Somehow, some way, That's I'm great. okay with Tyrion somehow taking the throne. I, I would and love ending that. with that. That would Dinklage? be that, yeah. That would be, be hilarious great. if be he awesome. like literally climbs onto the throne and like, his feet are dangling in the air. He's like the one visual I've known that has just lasted throughout these eight seasons. I've been like, okay, cool. Dinklage is in. He dead. has the brightest yep. mind. He's, he's yeah. the most yep. cunning thing. But even though they've downplayed that so far, they downplayed season. it. And Absolutely like, downplayed it. I know we're moving on, but the last thing I will say is what is I've learned a little bit more just talking to you about this whole series and from anything I can tell is it's just not it's not that simple as to what they're doing. It's not that it's simple. It's just yep. so I I'm excited to actually see where this goes yep. and John um, can't to me John taking the throne is too easy of an out. It just doesn't it's way too yeah. easy of an out. And the Night King Night King's, King's dead now, right? Yeah. So yep. like where the fuck are they going? This is the real game of thrones now. Yep. They're going now yes. they're going to Cersei and the Golden Army. Yes. To take back on, to politics. Back, yeah, yeah, it's back to politics. It's moved yeah. away from the sci-fi fantasy Aha. element, and it's new viewer back caught it. <laughs> Good. So, so we're back to we're back to chess. And so. We're back. So we'll see though. We'll see. Hopefully, they surprise us here, and and then really stick the landing because the the movie we're about to talk about soon definitely stuck the landing. But before we get to that, let's do a final Starks, yeah. final uh, hot take here. So two new trailers in the past week have dropped, and they both kind of deal with nostalgia in their own ways. One of it is the Will Smith led. Gemini Man and the other is Sonic the freaking Hedgehog. Unreal. What's unreal? What's so? Take (laughs) three. This is Fresh Prince versus iRobot. Oh, that's all it is. Okay. They even they even gave Young Will Smith and Gemini and Gemini Man even gave Young Will Smith the Fresh Prince haircut, but giving a buzz cut. Yeah. They. They made his flat top like a little slope down. I was like, oh, I know what you guys are doing. You guys, <laughs> you guys wanted us to get the Fresh Prince nostalgia. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. It's the old, but yep. You know, when the trailer dropped, a lot of people were talking about how, oh, CGI this, and I don't know, and maybe Will Smith doesn't have it anymore. But you have to realize, he said, 
when he was doing the younger version of him, he's an accomplished actor. Yeah. This, this is a guy, he, he played Ali for Christ's sake. He's like, a great this actor. Is, it's a, he is one of those upper echelon actors. So he said he wanted to remove the past 20, 25 years of acting experience he has while he was doing the younger version of himself. So a lot of people were talking about, oh, young, young Will in the movie doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. It's like, no, like he's showing himself as a young novice hitter right now. Yeah. Going against the older version of himself, well, I, so I, I'm excited to see. It's very of it felt, like yeah. a, it felt like a Will Smith movie. Exactly. You know, you're watching the trailer, and you're, li- you're like, I'm in. Like, this That's, is this is what we haven't had in a long time. Yep. You know, Suicide Squad, what happened there? Yep. Like, you know, I, I don't Even know. Even he's saying that. He's done recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it felt like a Will Smith movie. It felt nostalgic. And, and you know, you seen Life of Pi? 100%. Life of Pi. Love it. Ang Lee, who's the director on this. Yeah. This dude, he did a shitty Hulk that was pre-MCU, whatever. (laughs) But I I trust this film. I trust his vision. This actually, it's interesting, the story behind this film, really quick, it's been in development hell for like 20 years. Yeah, 90s. And people have been, yeah, yeah, attached to it, 97. um, Carnahan, a bunch of directors. And um, to know that it's off the ground finally with with this camp, Mm -hmm. I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, man, it kind of gave me a looper vibe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I I just watched Looper. If it's anything like Looper, no, I watched it um, uh, late last week, actually. Nice. But yeah, it's great. Looper's very underrated. Looper's yeah. I, I like yep. Looper's Whenever great. a movie can talk about time and warp time and, and our understanding of it, I'm all for it. So. Nice. But the same kind of, you know, the CGI, the younger yep. version, yep. Yep. It's, it's a conflicting mission. I, I mean, I haven't seen Gemini Man yet, but if anything, that made me more excited for it. So who, who will win? The, um, Bruce Willis from Looper or Will Smith from Gemini Man? We haven't seen Gemini Man yet. But if you take those that duo versus Gemini Man duo, yeah, that's a good fight. That's, that's a good. It fight. depends if they're trying to get out it's of Nakatomi Plaza. I'll take <laughs> I'll take uh, Bruce Willis. But that's a good just, battle. If it's just you know he's running down an alien or something, maybe I'll take. Will Again, Smith. we'll get to it later. This but guy ran little, down a cephalopoid. <laughs> we'll get to it later, but it's a little tease. We also have an older Thanos and a younger Thanos. We do. True. So that's we do. that that True. that I'm taking over any any. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about younger Thanos. But yeah, yeah. and then any thoughts? Quick <laughs> thoughts here on Sonic before we do get an Endgame. Sonic, I'm here. I'm here for it. There's. I like, don't care. It could be a, and honestly, I hope it's not, but it could be like a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm I still, still want to go just it. to absorb the nostalgic aspect. The, the thing that like irritates me out there now is people immediately take in this two-and-a-half-minute trailer and say, oh, it's terrible, I'm not going to see it, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up and see an hour-and-a-half <laughs> movie. Like This is nostalgia. This is the game, the perennial game that you grew up on. Those, this is one of those games that it's the, it's the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's the the Mario Kart. Mario's the of the Sa- world. The, oh my God! Shout out to Zelda for Matt Parade. Zelda, he's big, like, he's a big uh, Zelda is fan. He? Yeah, these are right these are the games that defined our childhood. So you're shitting on a two and a half minute uh, trailer for what? Yeah. Just just spend ten dollars. Go see it. Have fun. Have I personally fun. think Jim Carrey's getting back to his roots. Oh man! And having oh like, my God, Robotnik fun. He's playing Robotnik, and it looks dope because you get to see him. You get to see like the new age Robotnik of how they reimagined it. He's kind of like sleek, kind of like looks yeah, like a yeah. barista. But he did. He looked like he worked on Abbott Kinney. At, <laughs> at the <laughs> Straight end, up. you see him convert back to the old tried and true bald head, like frizzled out mustache. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. Nostalgia that we yeah. know. So go s- I, like sit down, turn off your phone, and go see the I, movie. I love walking out of a trailer, and. I didn't like finding out I didn't know I needed something. Yeah. And like Robotnik, yeah. I said to Spence before this, I'm like, I never would have thought in my head, like, oh, they got to do Robotnik. But then 
Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Ben Schwartz and John Ralph yep. as, you know, John Ralphio yep. and Parks and Rec playing Sonic. Like, the, like, it's there. The tangibles yeah. are there. And then that final shot of Robotnik of Carrey. And we were, TD, we were talking. He was channeling yeah. some Ace Ventura in that trailer, too. I'm calling the sequel is whatever happens, he defeats Robotnik or whatever. He gets, Sonic gets an invitation to the big game to the like the intergalactic games of the world mm. and that's what we're going to see in two because it's going to be a sonic oh, hedgehog yeah. there's going to be a it's going to be a sequel. he's got to get out of emerald city he yep. gets invited to play in the games and that's where like it's a race sort of like how uh, speed racer was no uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah about 10 years ago maybe yeah. a little bit more that's going to be came the sequel is him getting those rings yeah maybe we maybe we see tails who knows one quick thought oh, just on video knuckles game. too yeah, just one quick thought on video game movies is I've always wondered, especially when we've seen, we've seen what happened in the superhero genre, video games, Zach, they've always been tricky. Video game movies have always been tricky. But one franchise seems that seems right for live action, for real, for real, to me, Street Fighter. Yes. Like, yes. Get that right. I know they've done movies in the past, John Clava and them. Hilarious and movies. Done, but do it right. Get some characters. And I think we're ready for a really good Street Fighter movie now. I'm, I would say... Street Fighter, absolutely. Mortal Kombat always has those like fan made. You could yep, do crazy yep. shit, crazy with things Kombat. with that. But we have talked about this so many times. Mm -hmm. A studio needs to get behind Dragon Ball Z mm -hmm. and do it right. for real, for real. Yeah. yeah, do it to the level that you guys did Avatar, and you have a billion dollar franchise yeah. akin to an MCU universe. Yeah. yeah, it is so rich. The stories are there. They have more stories, more characters than Marvel and DC probably combined. Yep, a studio needs to get behind it, put the proper time and care into it, and you have a billion. A billion dollar franchise just yep. sitting in the wind. Yeah, yep. and I'm I'm just gonna say it too. Reboot Mario and Luigi. <laughs> make that yes. and make and, and just take it Jake, for what it is. Jake Johnson. Jake, Jake Johnson as, as Mario, Lu uh, yeah. John Ralphio as Luigi. Yes, we there talked about this. Done and yes. done. 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 We've seen movies that are more franchises. It's nice going back to movies that you want to see just specifically for the actors. Exactly. Right, 100%. just for those performances. So I'm, I'm there for both of them. So guys, it is time now. Because as, as said, we all hear about that superhero life. You know, it feels like we were made for this. Um, let's get into the film room and break down the 22nd movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's, Avengers. Let's do it. Endgame. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I wish we could redraft after seeing that movie. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and Vision say my didn't team even won. Fucking show up. Yep. I'm saying I'm saying my team won. So if you're a first-time listener, our most recent episode we did a draft uh, during the NFL draft week. So we did a draft of MCU characters, and Spencer and Dana Line, my team was obviously the best. But the Not fans voted for Spencer's. Stupid. Check it out on social media at Film Study Pod, um, and uh, give us your thoughts. So guys, guys, it's time. Let's get to it. Um, the way we're going to do this, we're going to four different sections, essentially with four different parts of the movies. Um, we're going to start really quick, though, with pregame. Just yeah. a quick overall thoughts before we, you know, we dive deep into characters and stories and plots. Uh, so quick pregame, overall thoughts. Spencer, what you think of uh, Endgame? I never thought a superhero movie would make me cry, let alone more than once. I've seen it three times now. I've cried twice. In each movie, I cried at two different points. Never thought yeah. that was going to happen, but yeah. it did, and Fantastic. I'm a better man for it. Dane? I think it's 
it's something when you're just talking about the movie and like you just start getting goosebumps. Yeah. And that's still happening with me after a fourth viewing. Yeah. And yes, we've like put so much time into watching these 21, now 22 films so you can, you know, really understand, uh, you know, these characters and what they're going through. But yeah, I kind of teared up. Like I would say three or four times within this yep. film. And for the right reasons, both just due to the, the emotional uh, beats, but also just the fan service and yep. what they were giving to, to, you know, the people who have sat through all these films. And it's insane what it, they've been able to accomplish. It's yep. such a testament to what the Russo's been doing, what Kevin Feige's been doing, and what Marvel's been doing. And I, look, I just saw Endgame. I can't wait to see what Marvel's going to do next again. Mm -hmm. And that sounds crazy, but they're keeping it exciting. Yep. And Endgame was, Endgame felt new to me. It felt fresh. And it never slowed down during that three-hour runtime. But honestly, Endgame made Age of Ultron feel fresh to me. Yep. I went back on, the, after the first time I saw it, uh, I think TBS or TNT or one of those networks played, uh, they played Civil War, they played Age yep. of Ultron. They FX played the first old, yeah, they were knocking them all yeah. out. They did TNT. it all, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I remember catching that when I saw it, but like it has a whole new meaning now. Yeah. Like yeah. Specifically the moment where, where Cap attempted to pick up... Uh, uh, Thor's hammer. Yep, and he moves it. Kind of could. Kind of could. And Thor's like, "What? Like, what's going on?" I personally think he Cap always could could pick it up the whole time, but was saving face for Thor. Yeah. You said that, but also in that moment too, you know, we and we've talked about this where you know Tony says, uh, "We don't want to dive too deep here." No, we yeah, won't. Like but, but, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, just. <clears throat> It the makes you appreciate issue between yeah. all these films. Like, like you just saying that about Age of Ultron. I've never been compelled to go back and watch Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, and I, I it did. Does. Does <laughs> you know, like so. <laughs> yeah. Before we dive deep, so really good stuff there. I, I think mainly this is like watching like an all-time great band go up there, play their greatest hits, and also like premiere some new songs. And this is a final performance. So, like you guys, I definitely teared up in my first viewing of this. I have actually teared up in a. Superhero movie before, and it was Black Panther, and not be, not from an emotional standpoint. It was more so that my second or third viewing, honestly, the idea of like, yo, this actually happened. Mm -hmm. There was a certain pride that I felt like, yo, yeah. this actually fucking happened, and that just made me like, you're like the little kids at the very end of the movie playing hoops, like we're seeing like an actual black neighborhood shooting up hoops, and it's like, yo, this yeah. is a big time blockbuster movie. Yeah. So that, that got me choked up just seeing that. Yeah. Um, but this was like from an emotional standpoint, from what was happening in the movie, not what it meant, you know, on a larger scale of society. Mm -hmm. um, and that, so that was really, really good to see. And yeah, like you said, it, it, it absolutely played the greatest hits. It made fun of some of its weakest moments in history, yep. which we'll get to. And that yep. was good because like they saw it like us fans. <laughs> um, and then it also made some other movies super, super relevant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll get into it. Let's Once get into it. you didn't it. expect. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into our first quarter here. We're going to break down here the story and the plot, Iron Man and Captain America. So let's start off here with the story and the plot. What did you guys think, you know, starting from the code open and then even seeing an early version of, of, of Thanos, you know, on the yeah, forum? Yeah, I, I thought the code open was amazing because Incredible. that was one of the biggest questions that we had with, um, with Infinity War is where the fuck was Hawkeye? So you immediately take us back to the moment where everybody got dusted and... I remember seeing, he thought it was just a game. When, he, when his yeah. daughter got dusted, he thought she was hiding. He turns around and looks for his wife and kids. And you see that moment where it turns from, this is all a game, you guys are playing, playing a joke on me, to like something bigger is happening right yep. now. And he immediately goes into tactical mode. You can just see it in his face. He's, yep. He doesn't do anything. He's not like wielding his, his right. uh, any weapons or anything. But his face turns from like, 
fun and games, a great you know afternoon day with my family to what the fuck is happening. And I, I thought that was a great opening and it immediately answered one of the many questions that we had about the entire story that we were gonna watch. The way they set that you know, they set that scene up too, the way it was shot and you know, just the setting of being on that Barton farm Mm-hmm. And you see the kids have grown like you're taking in so much in that moment mm-hmm. and Hawkeye's happy. Yeah, he's like happy in that moment And so you like you feel you feel uh, everything he goes through within that um, first scene and You know Then uh, what is it the credits don't come right after that we go straight to um, mm-hmm. oh, the Marvel logo comes on right yeah. after logo. right after that Oh, but fun fact uh, yeah. Hawkeye's daughter is one of the Russo's daughters. Yes. So, yes. Fascinating. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's so that was fun. Easter yeah. egg. That's right great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, it, it, it goes into another sequence and you don't know what's really happening right now. And, yep. Um, I think that's when it goes to... It to, goes to Iron Man. It goes to Iron Man. It goes Which to Iron Man I have and a Nebula. question for you guys. Football. And now we're finally doing a film study podcast. Yes. It's, a, it's yeah. a TV and movie podcast. It's sports and, and, and football spin. Marvel gets a scene where two characters are playing football, kind of. Yeah. They yeah. are. Is that the yeah. first time I ever that in the MCU that there's been... A sports competition between two characters? I think so. I think so. It definitely, yeah. It, I mean, because Ragnarok is just, they're just fighting in an arena, but like. Yeah, that's not, not it's not, not sport. Really no, this was. We have this, we have, we have Black, Black Panther. Panther. Black Panther. Was this Killmonger who, shooting hoops? Yeah. Um, but this no, is the first I, I time where it's. that might be the first time. F- yeah. Just because of film study podcast. The paper football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's paper football, but it's amidst a, you know, a spaceship <laughs> in the middle of, you know, and. and None of that, like you're not equating any of that. You're just yeah. looking at these two, an alien and uh, Thanos' daughter Nebula yeah. and Iron Man just playing, flicking these uh, paper footballs over each other's well, hands. Shoot, and now, it humanized, it humanized yeah. the situation. Now I'm thinking about like why didn't Cap ever throw out the first pitch at a at a game? Maybe he did. Game, like, <laughs> we should have seen that, right? You could have had him and Tony like at the Mets game. Catch, and Tony yeah. has like a Iron Man mitt. What if I've Cap's throw came out like 50 cents or something? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's perception of Captain America's just shot. Completely changed. But, uh, you know, I, I everything yeah. about that opening scene and, uh, you know, TD, we were talking about the score earlier where the score comes in. Yep. It starts off strong right away. And uh, you really get a sense of, you know, despair when Iron Man is, you know, mm-hmm. talking to Pepper yeah, and kind of goes. And, yeah, lost in space. You, you know, said that's completely. one of your favorite moments. It's yeah. my favorite moment because he's kind of, like accepting that it's it's over. Yeah. And, and is, yeah. you know, like even the way Nebula comes in, you just see her feet and she picks him up and the music changes yep. so drastically mm-hmm. to just, you know, almost they sound like raindrops on like, like, mm-hmm. like piano keys. And it yeah. was just, you think he's dead. Um, well, so one, I just really love that scene. One thing that I caught was they kind of duped us in the trailer because yep. his initial, his initial monologue uh, to Pepper is spliced with, the, the end. The end monologue yep. when, yeah. he, when he's talking to everybody, yep. most specifically his daughter, yep. his daughter. So that was something. The that VO. The yeah. first time, I, the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the same dialogue from yep. the from the trailer. Cool." You, they, you know, they, they said you're only going to see the first two minutes. He said you're only going to see the first two minutes. You heard yeah. some. Yeah. We didn't hear the first two minutes. Yep. So I thought that us. was cool. I, I caught that. I think my second or third time watching it was that they spliced the both of those uh, monologues that Tony had yeah. for the trailer. So we got to essentially hear the end before even seeing it. And I was a little con- concerned at first. I was like, well, how did Captain Marvel find? Oh, yeah. okay, the post credit scene. post credit scene, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, so she's a question too. Yeah. So she had already been been at Avengers HQ and then yep. went up to find went up to find Iron Man and, right. and Nebula, brought them back. So that's it before, because we have a lot to get through here. So before the actual credit sequence, 
you know, we actually see Captain Marvel with the team for the first time and how she interacts. And that's when Ch- Ch- Don Cheeto has to kind of check her. It's like, hey, settle down. We've, we've all done <laughs> yeah. this before. Um, and then Thor kind of gives his stamp of approval. What do we, any quick thoughts there on just that pre-credit sequence? I just thought it was funny that Nebula had the answer, but made them wait for like I know. It was like, I know where he is. Back when he used to work on me, like she's like all chilling. Bitch, if in you the don't corner. just tell me where he's at, like we're wasting time right now. I, know. I was actually thinking of Karen Gillan who plays Nebula in that scene because she's in this dumbass blue makeup and yeah. she's like, yeah. "My father!" Like in front of all of these yeah. actors, just folding. No one's yeah. in makeup. No one's just like, "How many times are you doing this film?" It's funny when characters like that have to speak in this specific tone. Nick, it's like the little finger in Game of Thrones. They always have this undertone of like that's yeah. every word they say has to sound a specific way. It's yeah, like I'm on your side, but I'm a cold hard bitch. Like. You <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I love that scene. I thought yeah. it painted a pretty clear picture as to where we were going with the film, the tone. You, This is a completely different film than Infinity War. Yes. Completely different. And tone-wise, and, and you get that tone-wise right away. I don't like that people are com- like, oh, which one was better? I'm, I I hate the politicking of we have to rank we every single rank. thing. Well, I'm like, it's alert. one movie. We have to rank at the end of this, end of this ranking, conversation. But, like, but yeah, because yeah. that's what you do in sports. In sports right, media. right. But, but yeah. I, I hate when people say which one's better in Infinity War or Endgame because I'm like it's to me it's one movie I can't separate them as of right now in, in time I will be able to but to me it's one movie one thing specifically too about that uh, yeah. that sequence I like the fact that Thor is just eating biscuits he's just like no, he's also drinking a, a beer he's drinking it like doesn't that, say a word that's sort of a prequel up. of what we know him to be five yep. years from from when we saw him yep. yeah. Like, you just been eating biscuits and drinking beer for five years. Yep. Like, I'm with it. And that one beer. Oh shit! We're seeing the first uh, act of Thor's. Uh, yeah. It was just yeah. biscuits. He's j- and and beer and, and beer. beer. But yeah. it's, like, come on, that's great. Yeah. No, that's yeah. great. I, I do think I noticed a lot about Thor. Yeah. <laughs> so Infinity War. Remember initially it was supposed to be Infinity War Part One and Part Two, and then mm-hmm. Marvel mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, like, no, it's Infinity War, and you'll find out what this final movie is called. Yeah. I actually. Th- do think they did a great job of splitting that up. They marketed it as two different movies and they executed them as two different movies. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. For reasons we'll go on and discuss, um, there's a clear divide. If you see Infinity War as Thanos' movie, that's a complete movie. And if yeah. you kind of see this, and we'll get into it here in a second, the time jump, five years later. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, the Infinity yeah. War happened and did not change. Yeah. No, Infinity War happened. Thanos won. Yeah. That was it. That, that He won. But the way they delivered that five years later in the cards where was it was great. the five... Fade to black, five black years. years. And it yeah. was like, oh, shit, we sat in that for a while. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. They knew they were messing with us. But even, yeah. you know, even painting that picture, like the first image you see after that comes off, it's it's uh, New York. Yeah. And it's it's that. It's city, city feel. Yeah. Just yeah. like, like it, it was yep. it was eerie. Yeah. And um, it was uh, it was it was Anthony Russo that jo- started it off. Or jo- Joe. Joe, Joe Russo. Joe, yeah. Joe Russo, who was also the first uh, LGBT, yeah. open LGBT open character. Gay character. Yep. They said that they they wanted to include as, as much as they can, and he felt so compelled about that story that like he wanted to do it. Yep. It's it's great because it's he's great. actually in a couple other a yeah. couple other. He's uh, in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's, he's the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's awesome. he's done a bunch. Uh, Anthony, his brother, I, I I've never seen him in a cameo, but no, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't tend to do the cameos. And the creator of Thor, I mean, uh, uh, Thanos, Jim Starlin, yeah, uh, the, bald, the bald, the bald. The bald oh, gen. I did not know that. He created nice. Thanos. He created there Thanos, Drax, like a bunch of characters. Some heavy hitters in that. Oh, in that. That's yeah. a cool. That's a cool group. <laughs> that's a, cool that's a good. That's be. a cool conversation. <laughs> and Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah. And Chris um, Evans. But I actually love that moment too because, you know, Cap went back to like what he was good at, 
and mm-hmm. like you know it reminded me he missed sam like the falcon like like yep. that that was home like that was yep. familiar they to went him to the, going back way. to the va mm-hmm. and you know yep. so um i like that's, that that's that's awesome to see so all right so let's let's do this guys so even let's just go through the characters i think through talking about the characters we're going to be able to talk about the entirety of this movie yeah. right the first one obviously the lead here the numero uno the last one to sign off which is a great way to sort of end this movie with the credits i am in um, i mean amazing unreal robert Downey jr made me cry yep that's just it, that's what it is it was his best it was the best iron man movie so far to me that's a good fucking call because yeah. i actually i'm not I'm not huge in the Iron Man franchise. It's the best Iron Man movie to me. Mm. So that's, I, yeah, Iron Man 1 gets a lot of love because it started it, and we're recording today on Thursday, which is 11 years to the day since yep. Iron Man yeah, 1 first today. came out. Yeah, today. Amazing. Yep. Um, but it's, I feel like that's, we, you know, we just playing favorites there because it was the first. I don't know if it's that strong of a movie, but yes, this is a really, really good performance. I think, I mean, that first Iron Man to me is still, it still holds up. Yeah, it holds yeah. up. In my opinion. It holds up. Just the, the arc that he's gone through. Like, the kids that are watching today, Robert Downey Jr., don't know who he was. Pre Robert Downey Jr. Pre Robert Downey no, Jr. Yeah. Like, my little brother is what? He's turning 25, 20, I, whatever, yep. whatever age you're turning this year, Cam, my bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, yo, but you know about Robert Downey Jr. before that. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, he was like that dude, but in one of the worst ways possible. Like yep. the dude it got caught butt naked with like a gun and drugs in his car on like PCH with a hooker. It like, was like hookers and blow. He had been to jail like over like 20 times. Yep. Like he was that bad boy. Like everybody's talking shit about Shia LaBeouf. It's like he was Shia LaBeouf on like every type of drug in the world. <laughs> Could you imagine Robert Downey Jr. going through all that with the social media aspect and all yeah. that? He didn't deal with any of that. Well, he didn't deal with the any cra- of that. The crazy thing, and this is what makes that line so good about the cheeseburgers, is that Robert Downey Jr. said he was so strung out on drugs one time that he ate a Burger King cheeseburger and it was the worst taste he ever had. And that was one of his like kickstarting moments uh-huh, to moments. kick drugs and to like take on this Iron Man role as best wow. as he could. So the whole cheeseburger line is that's, like that's really important. It's, yeah. it's a little bit powerful than than most people know because <coughs> Burger King Loki that, got him out of his funk. That scene wrecked me. Yeah, like and I, some people like like some people didn't really understand that and like yeah. that goes back to the, just to give that some context. In the opening scene of Iron Man One, when Tony comes back from Afghanistan. John Favreau's character, Happy Hogan, goes, what do you want, boss? He goes, I want two things. I want an American cheeseburger, and I want to hold a press conference. Yep. And he does this press conference, which to me was so epic taking that in, because he's literally sitting down eating burgers while he's you know, yeah. talking to the world. And so when you know, Tony, spoiler alert, passes and has this funeral at the end, you know, John Favreau asks his daughter, what, you know, Morgan now, who's like four or five, what, you know, what do you want to eat? And she says, cheeseburgers. And it's just, it's great. Favreau, you can it's, see his heart just claps yeah. to his feet and in the theater i got really i got i, I teared up man. i was bawling yeah and he I, goes, I felt that your yeah. father liked cheese but your dad liked cheeseburgers too like, yo get uh, cheeseburgers you want ah in game was a was like low-key a dad flick like there are a yeah. couple moments in there yeah. where as a dad of a daughter i'm like y'all are hitting me in places i never thought yeah like, this spencer is, shaved this his beard wild. just like tony stark before <laughs> he came in too hippie beard yeah. um no but yeah so obviously iron man is you know the leader of this franchise uh, the face of this franchise in many ways and um he was amazing know, early in the movie we see him mad at cap it's the first time they've met since civil war yes that so scene that was that was, was amazing scene, he was scene. a bloody double obviously right? oh my god mm-hmm. yeah because it was 
too emaciated. Yeah, way yeah. Too because if you, if you watch him on the ship with Nebula, yes. he's not as he's not that exactly. So I don't know if time. Has you know what he does? I, that I was thinking that too, but yeah. there is the moment when he's recording the message and he sits back and no, his arms super look skinny. really no, skinny. I'm talking specifically the moment when they're playing football. Yes, he does not. Football. He doesn't look that. So to me, it's like. Those are either shot like complete like months Different apart, times, yeah. or he had the yep. they like juxtapose him on somebody's body. But yep. the football scene, he is fully nourished. Yeah. But when yeah. he's talking to Pepper and when he gets saved, and when he's talking to to the guys once he got back, like it's a completely different yeah. body. Hundred percent. But it was interesting to see just him going at Cap, calling him a liar. Yeah. Like, that yeah. really that word that how he yeah. delivered that line really stung. Um, but then obviously they eventually make up. You see him then with Morgan. You see with they lay the groundwork for rescues. You yeah. know, Pepper's all yeah. the rescue. Yeah. Which I didn't catch the first time around. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty cool. When we saw he Shut up. up. He goes, "Wait, that's that's the helmet. That's rescue." I'm like, "Yeah, that's, <laughs> like Dane, that was actually because one I of was, like the I was sitting more in the moment of like, like, oh shit, this is daughter." You know what yeah. I mean? Like I wasn't really like, Fair you know, I, I didn't really think of it at that point. They yep. played, but they played it up that way because. He walks up to the to the tent and he says he says Morgan, but like Morgana, like you like, don't know what he's saying. But then yeah. he goes, "Time to eat." Like you're thinking, "Oh, he has a dog." Yeah, this is this is great. And but then, then this oh, little, little person comes, comes out. out yeah. Well, I've kind of figured because he did Tony's he did dad. actually lay that seed. Um, <laughs> yeah. in Infinity in Infinity War when he's yeah. like he's like Morgan, you know, my eccentric your eccentric uncle Morgan. Yeah, exactly. you know, and so that's where the name came. Yeah, from. yeah. But uh, no, it was awesome to see Iron Man. I'll say it again. The best Iron Man movie to me, that performance was incredible. That scene that he attacks Cap for the first time in, in Avengers yep. HQ, I thought was just incredible acting. Yep. I will say this. Matt Perea had the best uh, theater group uh, of his draft. Oh, yeah. Probably acting-wise for, uh, uh, yeah. for this. <laughs> but that was, that was one thing about the movie is the original six Avengers, they each gave them their own platform yeah. to show their acting chops. That's yes, something sure. we hadn't seen yes. in a Marvel movie where it's like, okay, you're going to show your full range in this. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to struggle, anxiety, everything. Yep. I thought that was beautifully done. You're going to die. Although Matt had a, to me, he had a terrible draft yeah, class. Well, so yeah, we'll whatever. get to that Shouts later. To Matt. Um, but yeah, so like, and then he shows up again in Avengers HQ once he's sort of realized how to solve time travel. And he right. has a t- <laughs> time travel GPS. It gives Cap back his shield. They have a little nice little moment. They're back on the same, back on the same team. Um, any moments there in the middle of the movie, obviously the time travel was the main focus. Him working with Rock, Rocket and calling him Ratchet was pretty fun. That was yes. pretty fun. You're only a genius <laughs> on earth, pal. Quick quick question. I don't mean to digress, but we were talking about this. Now that we know Iron Man to be Iron Man fully realized, his story arc is, is come and gone. Yep. Where does he rank in terms of those all-time superheroes? I'm, I'm talking Batman. I'm talking Superman. Yeah. I'm talking Wolverine. He's this up is, there. Iron Man was a character. He was a, was a, a secondary, was a maybe even C-list character yeah. that they turned into a franchise star. So yeah. is he now ranking up there with the Batmans <laughs> th- and the Supermans so. of the world? I honestly think so. I think this is this cements his legacy. I, I said, yeah. Yeah. I said as a Star Wars fan and, like, you know, you hold Luke Skywalker up in this, yeah. like, you know, on this platform. Who's that? <laughs> Good one. You're a dick. Um, he's there. Yeah. Tony Stark, what like he went through in this film, like before Endgame, probably not. But yeah. now, yeah, he is one of the greatest cinematic heroes of all time. Okay. To me, okay. at least. And then standouts on the final, you know, final. This movie is very much like. Oh, before we get to the final battle, because this movie is the first part of this movie. First act of this movie is the trying to kill farm Thanos, right? And then coming up yes. with a plan. 
second act is time travel and the third act is the final battle plus the epilogue right yes so in that second act um doing the time travel sequence is there one thing that stood out to me was him finally meeting his dad yeah that was awesome yeah if there's one gripe and it's a very minor gripe very silly if there's one gripe i had when he introduces himself to his dad is howard potts yeah he should have been like his name was tony stank which I don't know if you guys recall, <laughs> Stanley reference War, in Civil War. Yeah. would have been a great way to get another Stanley reference, yeah. and that that could have made sense because he said that you know Tony and like Stank. So yeah. that was my own, only one comedic thing I was hoping they you know they well, changed up a little. I I also question, and this is where like you guys may be able to answer, but like he should just picked another name instead of Howard. Like, I know he wanted that that commonality, yeah. but to me yeah. it's like you could have picked another name. You could have said your name was Tony. Yeah, the thing yeah, I Tony the thing Pops, I loved about that. Gave that would have gave him like, oh, Tony, that was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to name my son after him. Yeah. There were two things that happened in that scene. Um, a, it was the first visi- like real visible um, connection to the TV universe when they yeah. showed Jarvis, yeah, Jarvis and Agent yes, Carter, love, which yeah. I thought was yes. interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But when that scene ended, I kind of felt like I knew it was going to happen to Tony because it was a sense of closure that he's been looking yep. for for all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, he wanted approval from his father. Yep. And yeah. he got it, and you know the, it was that last line that Howard says to him. He goes, "My kid's not born yet, but yeah. there's nothing. Not a, there's nothing I want to do for him." Yeah, that was great. And I love that. Yeah, it was a dad movie, <laughs> yeah. but um, I, I loved that man. And and I'm I'm with you. I, re- I really loved that scene. And um, that was you know great. even even the, you know the subtle um, emotional dramatic moments in this film, they still pop. Hundred percent. I mean, I, even in that same scene, they do a nod to uh, to Zola. Yes, Supercomputer. he's looking for Arnhem. He's looking like for Howard him. comes down looking for Arnhem, which yeah. is you know you find him there in Winter Soldier. There were so many little things yeah. in there. That so I, many. You have. That's why I like when people say they've only seen it once. I'm like, we Duh, we can't so have much. this conversation. You know, <laughs> we can't talk right now. Check no. back when you've seen it twice. Absolutely. <laughs> at so least much. at least at least twice. twice. And then the third act, final battle. Any standout moments there from Iron Man that you'd love to discuss? Obviously, he gets he gets Cap, gives him the shield again. It's like hey, if he loses, I'm keeping it. Right, and then they go face down us all th- the, the the Holy Trinity, right? The yeah. Marvel Holy yeah. Trinity go face down us together. Um, him and Pepper Potts teaming up was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I wish they had thrown War Machine in there for like the maybe Me a couple too. of seconds. Me too. I would love three that. Three Iron that. Iron Man suits. Him poking fun fun at um, Wong for not bringing more. <laughs> don't talk shit about Wong. I yeah, know. he's your guy. He came through though. Came oh, through. that's came why through. you're showing the Gemini man because Wong's in that he movie too. Ca- exactly. He sent the camera. He, exactly. He, did the work he and came he got through. All the people through. And yeah, that's he, so, he hit his one liner with, with my ease. Team won. And I love that connection because Iron Man did meet Wong. Yes. Right. Yes. So like he yes. knows like he's that he can call him to get everybody here. I'm telling you. You know, um, in that act though, the moment. Strange looks at Tony and goes, holds his hand up. Yeah, I fucking lost it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, because in that moment, if you look at Tony, Tony knows he's he's, he's about yeah. to die. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, holy shit, this is that moment. And Can't tell you what it is if not. I sat in that, like yeah. it just it seemed like it was five minutes. Yep. Because the look on his face is so like, I I did it, and I just I why don't know. why couldn't Friday snap it herself? Why couldn't he get out of the armor and snap? And have Friday snap. Why not? I know it plays better. Obviously, don't take I my plays, head there. I know. Right now. I but know. Like, why, why couldn't? Why what, what couldn't? My Friday ass for Friday would have been, or even rescue would have been, when he did snap and he was gonna die. At least make it seem not so painful. Because 
that was one thing I saw was like it sucks knowing that if you go back and watch Iron Man one, which some people might do today, eleven year anniversary, is that you know how his story ends and it sucks that he he dies such a painful death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice like because when Hulk snaps, he does like the little, you know, spray. Yeah, yeah it's like a little, little something. Is, so uh, so Pepper can come in with her rescue armor and be like, I. When she talks to Friday, it's like I at least he's not feeling any pain or less pain, and then he's just gonna go away yeah. quietly. Yeah. So and that that was my one Friday thing. Like that would have completely changed the entire movie, Spencer. But <laughs> yeah, I hear I you mean, though. Tony I still feel. Like, that was, I hear you. I good? still I still <laughs> yeah. ask myself every day why Mufasa Mufasa could have lived. He could have jumped on a shorter ledge, but that changes the entire movie. So <laughs> yeah, we could have a full rundown on shit that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, <but> cinematic <laughs> for me, history. For me, the the moment that buckled me. Uh, was when Pepper. This is this is after Tony snapped. Yeah, yep. this is when he was dying. Because before, he figures out time travel. He understands, but he knows like what can potentially come from this. So he's like, you know what? I can drop this at the bottom of a lake. I can just go to put it away, and I can go to bed. And she looks at him and goes like, "Will you rest?" Exactly. As somebody like my mind fucking races twenty four seven. Like I felt that line that more question, than anything. Yeah. So now you nudge forward, me. Yeah. Fast forward two hours. She also mentions there too, like getting you to stop is something I've always felt at. And there's there's an acceptance there of like, yes, we have this life together, but I know you, I know who I'm with. And it's like. She accepts him for him. Exactly. But when when he's, you know, and he's in critical capacity at that point, she literally says like, we'll be okay. Like you can rest now. And that was his like last breath. Like, okay, I'm. Good. I can do this. this. Closure. I buckled. Yeah. He found closure moment. in so Real many ways. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, fuck, Charlie, bro!" Like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. But yeah. It, it was just, it was such beautiful storytelling, and yep. I never thought that we would talk about a superhero film like we did when it yep. came to. This is like Dark Knight to me. This is this yep. is those levels to me. So it is. Yep. It is. Those two are now in the, in the upper echelon of superhero, and everybody I, else is looking up to them. I. Also, for the fourth uh, moment, I cried. Um, proof that Stony, Tony Stark has a heart. Yes, that was when that the arc was reactor was, was floating great. in the lake, yeah. and, and such I was a like, callback. It was so good. Such and, a good and callback. I remember uh, that night. Um, I saw it for the second time, and I went home and I and I rewatched uh, the beginning of Iron yeah. Man one, and it was just like it changes everything. It changes everything. It changes, and it's yeah. so well done. It's like, man, it's almost like they knew what the fuck they were doing. It's like, oh you know, it's God. it's so it's so beautiful, but like the rational person in me is like, well, what if that little reef gets caught like literally 20 feet away? God damn it, in Spencer. A brush, and now they're like, oh fuck. Can, can somebody go get Tony's <laughs> heart? Please? Well, somebody <laughs> had to go get that after this. Someone had to it's canoe like out in the middle later, of that lake and like, pick it up. Oh, yeah. And you know some dickhead's going to try to sell it on eBay or something. <laughs> but speaking of that scene, obviously that that is a funeral and everyone's there. Yeah. The entire like Avengers MCU crew, they're all there. Um they're all, you know, dressed, you know, dressed up for the occasion. You see Black Panther and Okoye and Shuri, you see it ends with Captain Marvel and Nick Fury, that's the first time he shows up and shout yeah. out again to Matt Perret, um his buddy who's in Iron Man 3. Forget his Ty name. Simpkins. Tyson, yeah. Harley Keener mm-hmm. in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Little dude. And well, it, you miss grown. it. Uh, what? He's grown now. He's grown. Very much oh. like Ant Man. Yeah, daughter. he looks he's like grown. he's going through. He looks like that. You know the kid, like the kid in Modern Family who started off like, oh, he's yeah. kind of yeah, cute, yeah, yeah. and now he's gotten older. You're like, you're fucking awkward, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. that's kind of the vibe that was yeah. going yeah. on with we're, that. But we're uh, with you. if you look behind him, actually, uh, William Hurt uh, is there yeah. too. Yes, General Will Ross there. and Kobe Smolder's character, yeah. uh, Maria Hill. That's Kobe Smolder's. Yeah. Everyone's in there. Only, only again, we'll talk about it. But I think 
um, Lupita Nyong'o's character, who again we know is a spy from Wakanda, yes. so maybe that's why she's not around yeah, right yeah. now. But no, man, everyone, it's a roll call, right? And it's, <laughs> it's so epic to see <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, my, who's even there? My uncle called me uh, late last night and was like, "I saw the movie. I have questions. I just didn't like the fact that that Angela Bassett wasn't at the funeral." And I'm like, "Of all the questions that you can ask <laughs> me right now, you're she pissed at Angela Bassett." I told him that. I was never like, "Listen, Tony. she never met him. Like, yep. they never he, she wouldn't have been her. invited to his funeral." Yeah. Goes, no, she's a pretty important character. I'm like, uncle. I'm not going to say his name, but, like, you're a 60-year-old man. Like, you know Angela Bassett from literally 30 years ago. Like, what's love I mean, I, I, I like, appreciate the love of Angela she's Bassett. She's a B-list character in the Marvel yeah. Universe, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. let her stay <laughs> in the past. Yeah, yeah. No. Let's move on, though. We have a lot together. We're still in the first quarter. Let's move on to Captain America. Okay. All right? Yeah, so the other yeah, face yeah. of this franchise, you know, the co-lead, the LeBron and D-Wade of this franchise, yep. you know, Iron Man and Cap. Um, let's start there. So... Early thoughts on Cap. Well, not early thoughts, so we got to dive deep. What are your thoughts on Cap in this movie? To me, it was we all knew that he was going to eventually get that dance with we did. Agent Carter. We all knew, but we didn't know how. Yep. Yeah. And I thought the way that they went about doing it, it, it wasn't it wasn't what any of us were thinking. Yeah. And yep. it, it was cool. Like, yep. Specifically, like, I remember, and I don't want to jump ahead in this, but, like, Bucky knew Cap wasn't coming back. He yeah. knew. He after yeah. after the dust settled, you know, yep. he held he had uh, Thor's. They probably had a probably had a conversation off screen too. Prior I mean, to, to me, it, just to me, Bucky's it just felt like whole man, the mannerisms he he has in that whole scene. I yeah. caught it the second time I watched it to where you know Bucky's looking at him. He's like, "I'm gonna miss you." Yeah. And then literally when he steps onto the platform, I'm like, "Oh, how long is this gonna take? Oh, it's gonna take five seconds. As long as as long as, long as, as, long as it is. is for him, but for us, only five seconds." I'm like, "Well, then why would Bucky say I'm gonna miss you?" Yep. Then fast forward to the point where. He lets uh, Anthony Mackie go and talk to to well, Falcon, talk yep. to Cap, because Bucky already had his moment with him. Exactly. So yeah. I, to yeah. me, it was it was it made a lot of sense. It was amazing storytelling. Yeah, amazing. I, uh, I mean, I kind of saw the Cap uh, storyline coming a little. It was a more, little more predictable to me than mm. the Tony one. Um, to be honest with you, I thought Cap was a goner. We, I told you, I was like, I you're, never thought, you're I never thought it was pieces. Yeah, I thought he, and you, both of you guys kept saying that. <laughs> Matt Perea and I kept saying, no, no, his story ends by him going back in time. Which That's they did versions of that in the yeah. comics, and, and I understand that. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm happy how they did, how yeah. they did those, those, the two big characters. The fact that this movie, this epic 22 uh, movie franchise, ends on the on two middle aged white folks <laughs> dancing to slow music and on a kiss is fantastic. Yeah, like that's and they earn it's an earned moment. So that's a big it's thing. It's so about this earned. Movie. Yeah, every yeah. a lot of what they do is earned. Everybody felt it. Everybody knew the significance of that moment. It's My, man, amazing. Will, it was definitely a different time because they had the door just like wide open while they were dancing. Yep. I'm like, that doesn't happen in my neighborhood. You don't just leave yeah, doors unlocked door open. We don't have the little hiding keys. But I get it. No. Again, Spence, again, black folks, we don't do black, that. We don't do we that. don't play with that. No hiding keys. You guys keys. are talking shit about hiding keys. I might watch Friends, but I don't do no damn hiding key, man. That's that. <laughs> Um, no, that's great. I but had then, two hide keys. <laughs> this sounds this sounds weird, but like I know I know we got all we could yep. out of out of Cap, but now it's like, yo, what's next for him? Because we know Agent Carter, she's essentially dead. Yes. Now he's old man. He maybe he has kids. Maybe he doesn't. I know. I believe in the comics that he has. Doesn't he have like two boys in the comics? I believe. He. I don't know about his kids. I think he had. I think he had like kids somewhere in the comics. But once again, a dad movie, Avengers Endgame. It, 
Can he? <laughs> is there is there a world where like old man Cap moves into the Avengers headquarters and is just like like that old guy just, <laughs> just teaching hanging. Falcon how to be Captain America? I think a yeah. uh, Disney Plus series of Cap and his uh, elderly years would be pretty <laughs> uh, pretty fun. Make it happen. He just like goes to Coco's and like orders some. Chris coffee. Evans played the part though. Like I, I like Chris Evans as, as yeah. old Cap. Yeah, the one yeah. question I, I dug had it. was it just is it has he shrunk because old age does that to you or was did he in whatever timeline alternate timeline he went to did he find a way to get rid of his serum? That's what I don't know. He does look kind of smaller. He doesn't look like to me, that's actually a dope movie in its own right. To me, I think it could be either old age. Or I mean, when he's when he's dancing with Peggy, he's taller than Peggy. Yep. Uh, than yep. uh, Peggy. So, yep. to me, it's like it's probably his old age. But I I did have that yeah. question. One of, one of the theories that I saw was that he went back but kept his distance away from all the Avenger events. The Captain America. He knew that there was another Cap in the world that he was going back to. So they made uh, they made it a point to stay out of all of those conflicts. I, yeah. To where he knew. Cap would end up going back in time, and that's when he can come show himself as old Cap. So that's one of the theories floating around. That's the yeah, thing like I don't know how. There's time so works. many ways to go with that. For you guys that know how time works out there, like time <laughs> travel specifically, like please hit us yeah. up and let us know how this works. <laughs> yeah, clearly we know. And that's we were laughing about that earlier. Is <laughs> yeah. like people talking about like like how timeline or uh, time travel works. Yeah. It's like. You're fucking tweeting about it. Like, you don't know how time travel works. You can't complain about this. <laughs> and that's another great, like, fun moment in this movie is the fact that Hot Tub Time Machine gets yeah. a Hot Tub Time hot Machine. Tub Underrated. In Time Underrated Machine. Ant-Man goes die hard now. No. <laughs> yeah, that one. That Doesn't one. work. But um, speaking of Cap, some epic moments here yep. is obviously he wields the hammer. Mm-hmm. He finally wields the hammer, which you wielded to earlier, Spencer. Yeah, how, how did you guys experience that? Like what was, what was for, going through your mind? For a split second, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because yep. to me, was down. originally I thought you needed like a power to hold to you know hold well, the hammer. Yep. Yeah. But no, you just had to be worthy. Exactly. So as, as soon as I saw it, I had the what the fuck moment and then went, oh, Cap, Cap's worthy. We, yep. we get it now. Yep. Yep. I loved it. That's I loved great. it, especially when, you know... He he catches it and then he says, "Urge is a symbol." Like that's something oh, that I remember. Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get God. to that later. We'll get to that's a whole section. Oh, today. We'll get to that later. But I, I thought I thought it was great, and like, he was one of the very few characters in the film that kind of made Thanos buckle a little bit. Yeah, I, he Captain was. Marvel he, did it. Scarlet Witch did it. Both on my team, I will say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of those people that yep. single handedly he was giving Thanos. The there was a hot second. He was punking Thanos yeah. one on one. He had so he dropped him. Yeah. So in addition to getting being able to lift the hammer and throw yeah. those, I knew it, again leading to that theory of like, yes, he could probably always lift it. It makes sense for Cap to always have been worthy, right? The idea is he also because Odin Odin bestows whoever wields this hammer has the powers of Thor, mm-hmm. so he also has the thunder powers now, and you can see that with the com- like he had some crazy ass comments talking about Street yeah. Fighter earlier. Like he had some like that's kind of like a combos. video game. Yeah. Like Marvel vs. Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom the back Dukins. in the day. That was like that was insane, but that also leads to Thanos still whooping his ass. So Thanos is a monster. <laughs> yeah. um, Twenty fourteen Thanos. Oh my god! At this point, yes, still a monster. And people are asking like, how come Thor and these guys can't take on Thanos without the stones? Again, remember that Thanos can only wield the stones because of how powerful he is in the first place. Yeah, like no other being can do that. Yeah. Um, everybody else that tries to wield the stones, they're like, caps, you know, can't move for like a good five minutes or whatever. So you I know, will say, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Scarlet Witch had but his that's, hand until... Oh. But that's also why I like that line from Cap says to Tony, where yep. he goes, you fought him. Tony goes, 
Oh, no, no. he fucking wiped my face with a planet <laughs> and the uh, Doctor Strange, you know, whatever. Like he goes, no, he's unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. And 100 percent, you know, and that and that leads to again, he gets whooped. He's on the floor. And then Thanos, who again is a different character than the one we saw in Infinity War. This one is more has more hubris, mm-hmm. is more of a badass. It's more like kind of yeah. cool. He's like just hanging around. He's menacing. Nebula asks him, what yeah. are you doing? I'm, I'm just going to wait. I'm away. He's like, he's like, no, I got this. Yeah. And he's also mad. And so he also hasn't lost anything yet. Infinity yeah. War, he was like doing things based on duty. Like, this is my calling. This is, you know, destiny, my burden, or whatever. This, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to wipe you guys off clean. Because yeah. you motherfuckers are pissing me off. Yeah. Um, and Cap, in that moment, against the entire army, stands up, straps his shield on. Half of his shield, too. Half of his shield. That's another way the, the trailers lie to us, because you don't mm-hmm. see Sharp that Sharp points, half. though. Mm-hmm. Sharp points. <laughs> and he gets up facing this one army by himself. He's going to die, but that's if that's not Captain America in a nutshell, I don't know what is. Yeah. That shot, too, <sighs> where they, is my, one of my f- new favorite shots in the MCU, where it's just him standing, and you can see Thanos, and that whole army is behind Thanos, and it's just Cap. Yeah. It's just Cap. There's a line in the comics that it's Cap delivers it. It's based on, hey, if one, as long as one man is standing against you, Thanos, you're, you're never going to yes. win. So he never actually yes. says it because I mean, way too in cheesy. In the Infinity Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a visual, visual representation of that line. Yeah. yeah. But then at least the epic moment. The Beautiful. most epic moment. <laughs> yeah. On your left. Oh, man. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, you know, Cap is literally standing by himself and he's about to take on Thanos' army. And then Falcon says, Cap, can you hear me? He pauses because this is he hasn't heard Falcon's voice in literally five years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Doctor Strange ha- does his does his magical shit. Oh, I will say Wong and does Wong. his magical his yep. magical shit because Wong's on my team. Yes. Yep. So I <laughs> Wong help. But that's when you see Black Panther, you see Shuri, you see uh Okoye, they walk out first. Like they're first selected to walk out. And you see the nod too from the T'Challa to Cap because they know each other. They know, yeah. yes. Yeah. But then you see you see the all these different portals open up, and now Cap has his army of literally armies from spread all across the fucking universe are yeah. coming to fight Thanos. There was his Guardians. There was the Ravagers from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. There Shout was out the Korg. Howard the Duck. Uh, Howard, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck was, <laughs> was in there. there. Um, and who who are the other ones? Um, oh, all the all the sorcerers. There was and, more than just yeah. Wong and Doctor Strange. It was in a whole like Thousands. eclectic group of people on the right side of the MCU, that going was up first, against the wrong side. And that was the first time you saw a little bit of hesitancy in Thanos. Yes, he was like, "Oh shit!" It was that he 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 says, "Okay, let's go get him." It was that moment, and when Captain Marvel comes and like blows his sh- his oh. ship to oh, ship, yeah. that's when he really looked like oh, oh, he man, took he took like a few scattered breaths, and yeah. that's a test. Like Josh Brolin, like yeah. uh, and we can get that's, into we'll, we'll, we'll wait, thing, but like yeah. holy but, shit, like yeah. just that's Thanos and the way he he reacted to the Avengers and all of those scenes. Yeah. And TD, I know you love that moment oh in gosh. the uh, soundtrack. It's it's a score. Again, it goes back to Avengers One, same composer for Avengers One, Alan Silvestri. Yep. Uh, Infinity War and this, and he kind of worked in Age of Ultron. For some reason, for some reason, Danny Elfman came in and yeah. remixed it up and did some funky things. He also worked <laughs> on Justice League, which won't go there. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, I'm always angry moment from Avengers One. It's the Thor back in Wakanda moment from Infinity War, and they use it here again once the entire crew comes in, right? And I, I don't know about you guys, but the loudest cheer in the four times I saw this was probably Spider-Man. Spider-Man coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got, like, everyone yeah. was so excited. It's a yeah. young kid again without his mask, which was a great touch. Like, you just <laughs> see his face. 
Um, but that, you know, the music kicks in, and then Cap grabs the hammer. And when he says Avengers, remember, back to Age of Ultron, that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. He takes a breath to say assemble, but he doesn't. Josh yeah. Whedon actually makes it a point that it's never in the script. He never There's never a take with him saying Avengers Assemble in Age of Ultron because he didn't want the studio right. to use it. Mm-hmm. So again, going back to everything is earned here, it's like they they use it in a 20-second movie at the perfect time when they have literally everybody who's still alive that can be yeah. in Avengers and Howard the Duck. He fucking finally says it. Bro, could this movie be nominated for an Oscar? It could. <sighs> it could. It could. Will but, it? Yeah, Probably that's a not. Conversation. It could, but like... It's just again the long game here and the work that's been done to build up to these moments. It's that's what really this was an event as a stand. I don't think yeah. it can hold up as a standalone because you have to tie in the other tie in so much one else. other movie. So fuck, it still has me in my feels though. Yeah. I mean, I'm shit. I'm going back for a fifth time. <laughs> I feel like they created something new entirely with both Infinity War and Endgame. It's not the usual three act movie structure. No, it's, it really it's isn't. So. Not. Uh, all right, let's move on because we got a lot, a lot let's, to kind of I mean, get through. Let's let's pair it up. Like, yeah, can we talk about the two best characters in this whole movie, Thor and Hulk? Yes, do let's, it. Let's, let's spend some it. time on them. Like, Hulk, Hulk's your t- in your top two for your I'm talking about, characters. I'm talking about four. No, I'm I'm not talking about for like what they did for the movie, everything. I'm talking about the two people that if you said who are two people, two characters that you would want to just watch. Yes, entire like for yeah. the three hours that you're yes. watching it. I would like to watch Hulk, and I would like to watch. I would like to watch yeah. Thor because Thor can get very boring. I yes. am not a big fan of of Thor's um, trilogy. Yep. I thought the first one was dog shit. I thought the second one was dog shit. I thought Ragnarok was cool. Yeah. But they have you found a way. You, you didn't love Ragnarok. Didn't, Ragnarok was it was hilarious. it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> and I, I don't hate the first one, but that's another conversation. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was good. It's I'm a good phase one Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. But. What Marvel did best was they found a way to take a very potentially bland character in Thor. You know, you know he's big, wields an axe, has thunder, yep. everything, and they reintroduced us to him three different times. Hundred percent, yeah. And have hit the mark in the trailers. You saw, you saw angry Thor. Yep. You thought that was the Thor you're going to get, but then fast forward was five like, years, and he's like eighty pounds well, overweight, which was fucking dope. The writer said. What's Thor gone through so far? It's a redemptive act every goddamn time. Yep. <laughs> so time. they were like, let's just throw a curveball. Yeah. Like, okay, that didn't work out. What do you do? Uh, you go into a depression. You drink yep. a shitload of booze and you, let's you show move that. Like, you move as far away from yep. people as you can. Some people are mad about it, and you, you're always gonna get the fanboys. That's not the Thor I know. That's not my. That's not my exactly Thor. It's like, guys, though. settle down. Like. I, cause that usually comes from like the really strong like comic book fan. It's like yeah. comic book runs have all kinds of variations of these characters. Yeah. Why can't the movies? Peter Parker, right- Spider Man was a pig in one. Like exactly. who gives a shit? Exactly. Yeah. Why can't the you know the creators of this and the writers have a creative vision and, and stick to it and they fuck it fucking worked. And what made it work is Chris Hemsworth. Like yeah. Yeah. his switch from comedy to like when Hulk first shows up at his house and he's like laughing around yes. talking about Cable and he mentions Thanos. Yes. That switch. Yes. Oh, what a performance. Yes. I thought it was the best performance in this entire movie was Chris Hemsworth. See, he was they, so good. They could have easily, when he heard Thanos' names, he he kind of goes from this this laughing, you know, yep. funny, joke, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm just Thor now, yep. to realizing, like, all the pain that he went 
through to try to forget what he had done, yep. they could have easily cut away to show Hulk's face watching yep. him, to show yep. anybody in the room watching Thor go through it, but they kept the camera on Thor to yep. allow for, again, you allow for pain. those original six Marvel characters to show their acting chops, to oh, show man. their range. I thought it was amazing. It And it's the little things with Thor too that they do I think are so funny, and I, I was pointing this out to Spencer the other day. I was like, I laughed really hard when they're going to space for the first time and Rocket turns around and is like, anybody been to space? And, and it's only Thor and Captain Marvel, really. Everyone in, in the ship is wearing a seatbelt except Thor. He's <laughs> yes. just sitting there like... And then he, when he walks up and talks to the Avengers for the first time when he's talking about the ether and the reality yeah. stone, he That's calls so a theory good. a Thory. Yeah. And no one That's, caught that and I was just dying. You know, and, another, I, I have another Thory I, for you. I, I person, he goes, we've got a great Thory for you. Like, and, and no one noticed it and I started laughing. The person next to me is like, what? I love but, that he argues that it should not be called a stone. It's more of a storage. Oh, yeah. It's like so, someone needs yeah, to yeah, fix that. Yeah. It's just so and he like good. calls out Cap. He goes, so we need to axe that. <laughs> and then the moment the moment when they realize like the plan that's to be had that they're, that they're about to go out and do yep. like everybody's standing up just like doing their pose Thor's <laughs> like sitting on the couch the like back. eating oh, ice cream you, we noticed this we noticed this it was the first they all had this this dramatic hero moment they and Thor saw up. his glasses and he's flicking his spoon he's onto the, on the couch like eating ice cream just like <laughs> wearing these Lebowski sunglasses inside and they're all having this dramatic oh, moment man. and he's like in the back eating I, it's little things man like and when, when well now so when they even walk up in their yep. suits yep. Oh <laughs> he's the last God. one going up the ramp and he's just like wallowing along I feel like in his I feel like in his head because there's been like viral videos of of a like trumpet player following fat people yeah like out in public and it's like (laughs) I feel like while he's walking he has that like beat in his head like yeah if they had theme music there was a good family guy so Peter Griffin had that I just I felt like Chris Hemsworth just had fun the entire time shooting like he was probably in his fat suit like when he wasn't even shooting just because he wanted to feel that way I think we're all pretty hyped for the As Guardians. And that's another great acting scene. Like yeah. just yeah. that the comedic time yeah. in there of him and of him and Chris Pratt is so good. He needs to be in like a straight I know he has Men in Black coming out with um Tessa Thompson yes. soon. I need to see him in a straight up like Judd Apatow movie. Like he is yes. like, oh my god, so much. absolutely He's, yeah. is a star yeah. in this for me. Um and then I loved Hulk too, Professor Hulk. Yeah, saw that. That's that was great. Another variation yeah. of Hulk. We get to see it on screen. We don't get to see the transformation happen, mm-hmm. but we do get to see him on screen. <laughs> and I thought it was I thought it was a great version of Hulk. And I mean, I, lo- I loved Hulk. It's a, it's another it's another way they reintroduced a potentially boring character. Like, yeah. yeah, you know the um, the MCU always said that Mar- uh, Hulk probably is not going to get another solo film. Universal rights, right? He's so yeah. effortlessly one-dimensional. Exactly. Like, you can only do like so much with him. So there are, like, they created ways to show us a new version of Hulk. Now, if you know the ball goes back into Universal's court, which I, I don't think it will, because to me yeah. it seems like they're caking off of, off of yeah. them lending him to it, they have to keep the ball rolling with yeah. Professor with Professor, Professor Hulk. Hulk. He could essentially amazing. be like the Nick Nick Fury for a future Avengers team. Like exactly. he can essentially be at the, he can be a beast. He can be, that's yes, exactly. Yes, he, <laughs> that that he was essentially beast from yeah. X Men. That scene though, when they first intro him, 
He his first line in the movie Dab. settles everything yeah, because yeah. he because Paul Rudd goes I'm so confused and the first line out of Hulk's is these are confusing, confusing times yeah. and it's like yeah this is crazy and so I laughed really hard when uh, those kids walked kid. up to take the phone and then Paul Rudd's like you want I'm Ant Man he goes uh, I can take so, the goddamn phone they, they, they don't want to take it they don't want to take it with me. so it was it was amazing I still got a dab in All American now I can binge watch it so I don't know how much comedy you guys do but for me as a viewer a scene like that I don't know how much of that can be written I feel like a lot of that probably is improv like uh, yeah. just uh because they don't say anything for a good one minute it's just oh you 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 take the photo he yeah wants it. And I, this back of, i wonder how much of that is written versus just performed i think and it's a way what, of editing too and that's what i know paul rudd actually writes a lot of his own dialogue so they, they give him the scene and like what what do you want to come up with this and he's okay let me go to work so i think that scene was probably so rich because it was probably just a blank a blank page like hey yeah. They're going to want to take a picture with Hulk and not with you. Rudd <laughs> go from there. Rudd co-wrote the Ant-Man movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so he knows what he wants to do. That's awesome. Like you were saying yeah. that you you think uh, the Russo Bros could kill at an Ant-Man movie. I do, because and I say so that well. and, and and not get up a Hulk, but Ant-Man's opening scene when he comes back. If we're talking about other Avengers now, yep. that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I feel like I'm you know I'm saying that all the time, but the way he does that scene. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, you know, he stops in the middle of it, grabs the sandwich, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I feel like they would nail it. And everything that Ant-Man did in that movie, I thought Ant-Man was the MVP of this film in a lot of oh, ways. He, he was yeah. so and, important. Oh, who's, oh who's, the rat, though. Who's, whose team was he on? Was he, oh, <laughs> this guy, he, this guy. He was on my team. You fucking yeah. won. Yeah. You already won. You already man. won. That's actually right. not terrible. Here's your medal. <laughs> Leave. But, I hate you. Um, I, Ant-Man was my MVP. So, yes, Spencer, you're right. Um, and that scene, I, I feel like the Russos would do amazing things with Ant-Man because remember seeing Civil War for the first time? The, the Russos had to handle so much character shit with, these, with all of these characters. Yeah. They yeah. were the first one to do Giant Man. They were the first ones uh, to basically bring the quantum realm into the Avengers space, like yep. doing all that. Spider-Man, That's too. a lot. Spider-Man, yep. too. Black yep. Panther, too. Yes, exactly. The, they helped introduce Black Panther, yeah. A more bad, badass version of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah he's crazy. Yeah. The first time I cried in that movie, or teared up a little bit in that movie, was by far some of the best, like just like physical, like just facial acting. I don't know the proper term for it, but the moment where Ant Man sees his daughter for the first time Ugh. in five years, well, he thought it was five hours, but he looks and his daughter's five years older. So big. If you That's watch great. the emotion that goes through his face, Once. Mm-hmm. no words are being said at this point. He's going from like surprised to scared to happy to sad yep. to back to surprise and like just that sense of. It was insane. To me, that was single-handedly some of the best acting in that entire movie was that 10-second runoff great. of him going through his emotions. And the way they caught it through the screen door. Yes. And you see you see his daughter take that hard look at him and be like, That's awesome. That's my dad. Like, yeah. holy shit. Just, just he looks at it and goes over. like, you're so big. Like, yep. But the way he delivers it, uh, it's like, he's it, so sad, he's but relieved, so fucking but also relieved like, and happy. <laughs> It's yeah, his him running into the house was great with the score behind that was great. I also dad movie, the scene. Dad, dad movie, dad movie. And again, it's a dad movie. I also saw the scene. I also love the scene where he actually gets to Avengers HQ and he's just kind of like pacing back and forth off, from off camera to back. Yes, camera. Yeah. It's like yes. He's like, yeah, he gets over here. You know, how much you guys know about quantum physics? And it's like, <laughs> that was a great. Again, it's you're seeing Paul Rudd. In, mm-hmm. a, in an Avengers movie that ma- and he matters. Yes, he matters. That's and what I like. Love. Man, this is plan. amazing. I mean, people don't realize like he came out the quantum realm in San Francisco yep. and drove across the fucking country 
to upstate New York, we, yeah. should, we great, can say. Great community cameo by Ken Jong. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> as the, uh, That's what the Russo's <laughs> always do, right? They do yeah. But it, it, yeah. like, Ant-Man was the unsung hero. He, he, yep. was like the, he was like the Derek Fisher, the Bruce Bowen, the like yep. Andre Iguodala of these great teams. Like Everybody's going to talk about Steph Curry and KD yep. when, they talk, when they talk about the Golden State Warriors moving forward. But like Andre Iguodala is – He's a finals MVP. Yep. He's somebody that so they key. know they can trust on Good him. On they defense. can rely yeah, on him, not have to worry about him. That's who Ant-Man is yep. for the Avengers in Endgame. 100%. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. We, yeah, we're, we're still, we still have to talk about Hulk. So uh, briefly, though, with Hulk, um, going back to callback moments, little one-liners. They might not even give it a full <laughs> scene, but even Black Widow calls him out at a diner. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah. I remember, you know, you could pull this off. I remember when you, you know, when you couldn't pull this off, and yeah. she, that's obviously a nod to the relationship. Their relationship. They, they wanted, mm-hmm. and Hulk kept saying, "I can't do it. I, there's no way I can be." I want, but let's ask a question. Would you really want to date that, right. Natasha? She like, would get ripped. Exactly. Yeah, but let's be let's be, let's be honest. You think, that, you think Natasha's like hundred percent right? In that? <laughs> like, Fair enough. But it's like, I know you're mad, Natasha, but settle down. I don't know if that's, if that's what you but want like, to But, like, is she really looking at Hulk like, ooh, like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You can get it. Like, I don't that think so, man. That, I don't think so. That's fascinating. And it's then, obviously, <laughs> um, obviously, with him, he also goes to, this is one of the better bits of this movie for me. Surprising scenes didn't see coming at all. In 2012, he shows up at the, the at Sector Centurion, yeah. I believe I'm saying that right, yeah. Yeah. with the Asian one. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah. she's just throwing, great. she's throwing hitters. Yeah, <laughs> all she's part of that fight. She's just playing she's, uh, target practice. She's yeah, part of that fight. Just like, but that's exactly what would have been happening exactly at that moment. Yeah. And I liked that POV because it was a familiar scenario yep. from a different angle. Yeah. And everything they did in that in that scene, New York with the Hulk and yep. talking to the Ancient One and finding an excuse to also give us Bruce Banner again for a hot second. That yeah. was great. That was, was such, such an organic way of doing that. Yeah, I and mean, I love even, that. Even when he popped out of Hulk's body, like he's looking at it like, what? Whoa. The? It, was re- it was a callback to Doug Strange, where it's like yeah. the first time she does that to him, and it's like, yep. yeah, so fun. And Such Doctor Strange, who was my guy on the draft, still Such having a good an effect. I mean, and then he did have the snap. He did. So he's the one Hulk who did have that up. moment. Thor wants to do it because again, he he feels like he's let everyone down. Mm-hmm. He wants to actually get it done. But this is another fun score moment for me. And he steps up, kind of looks at it, the shot is focused on him. He's looking right. down. And he almost feels like, it was almost like he was about to drop a bar. Like, it was about to rhyme. It's yeah. like, yeah, I feel like I was made for this. And he's, like, acting all cool. It was, it was, I thought that was a little fun moment. Puts on the glove, snaps it up. Yeah. Well, I think they, ha- they had to give him that moment because if you think about it, a lot of us were thinking that we'd get a Hulk-Thanos yeah. showdown again. And we didn't. Yeah. We, we didn't did. get any of that. Yeah. And... Uh, but this was this was them showing out Hulk and use his strength yes. in other ways. Like yeah. he needed that. Yes. Like I, I get everything was earned and mm-hmm. everything made sense. You yeah. know. So I I, I appreciated that scene. Moment. I really liked that scene. And, and then the Iron Man, oh, putting the you know fixing his arm right away, and then and then Ant Man stepping out and looking at like guys, I think it worked. Yeah. yeah. Clint Barton's phone rings. It's his wife. You yeah, know, everyone's come great. back, but Thanos also came back. How did this is one question I had? How did Ant Man know it worked? Because he saw birds. Because I think he just saw more life outside. Okay. I think yes. that's how they portrayed. It. Like it was, yeah. it was brighter. They, like they, they, ampli- they amplified sounds of nature in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, like it's very bird box. Yeah. That's and, right. that's yeah. Where, yeah. and that's where, and that's where. Like, again, shout out to my little brother, but he didn't like the fact that Captain Marvel wasn't there throughout the fight and she came in when she came in. But I told him, I'm like, listen, 
the things that were happening on Earth were happening everywhere. That's a line that Captain that Marvel says in the movie. That, yeah. So she could have been on whatever planet, wherever galaxy she was, and, and literally realized. saw these people, these beings come back to life. And she's like, hold, oh, I like think they did going it. going down. I got to get back. Time to get back. And yeah, she yeah. got back when she got back. Yeah. But I... That was great. That was a great you, scene too. We Something's were, under the atmosphere. Yeah, yes. like we were we were expecting the snap to get the people back, to get everybody back, to be the biggest point in the film. Yep. But you but get it the wasn't. snap, and you don't see people come back until like 30, 40 minutes later, because they were just all literally assembled. Assembly. Yeah. yeah. And that was, was I had a problem with that too. But then after repeat viewings, uh, <laughs> you 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 sit in that more, and yeah. you understand that more. Because yeah. during that whole time, Nebula is the fake Nebula is back. Twenty fourteen yes. Nebula, who's still kind of bad, and she brings in Thanos, so that destroys it. Avengers HQ, yeah, uh, which then leads into the third act and the final battle. So yeah, we're in the end of the second quarter here. We have, still have a few things to get through, but any other quick things on any of the of the other Avengers? You have Captain Marvel, you have Black Widow, you have you know, Black I, Panther. I, I like, thought they sure Black Widows. Um, story you know i thought they served it well i i yeah. think she also you know really gave it some credence when she goes the past five years i'm just waiting to get to this moment yeah and that was it vormir because she because essentially that was what she was trying to do yeah uh i love her as a character that prequel makes a hell of a lot more sense now yeah um it's odd timing though it is odd timing yeah and there might be more to it for the mcu that's what i'm saying so I mean, yeah. that's why he says when uh when red skull says like daughter of I yep. isn't ivan daughter that's of ivan daughter of, and he's daughter like ivan. Yep. she's like i didn't know his name because yep. hawkeye goes oh like you're impressed because he knows your daddy's name yeah, she's, she's like, like I, I didn't, didn't. so yeah. That just lays the groundwork for you know what her movie, her backstory, is be, which you saw some of in Age of Ultron as yeah. well. So. I, yeah, yeah, I, I gotta say, I mean, you know, the, the supporting characters were all were all great. You know, yep. they filled their roles, they did what they had to do. I mean, it really was Iron Man and Cap's movie. It felt yeah, like um, Thor and Hulk, you know, were the other players, and Widow, and the original six Avengers really got their own. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I wanted because I remember watching the end of Infinity War and seeing that final scene where Cap says, "Oh man, everyone snapped." I'm like. All six of those original Avengers are alive. Something's about to happen. Like, yeah. what yeah. is this going to look like? And and it's know, it's funny it. because uh, a few months ago, apparently, Scarlett Johansson, um, Robert Downey Jr., I believe it was Chris Hemsworth. Oh no, Mark Ruffalo, and um, um, Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. They were all on. I think it was either. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. He's like, hey, I feel like Jimmy Kimmel's like, I feel like this is going, or Jimmy Fallon, whatever it is. He's like, I feel like this is going to be the last time, like, I see all you guys up here. You know, the movie's coming out, but we don't know what's going to happen. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. says a line, and then Scarlett Johansson cuts him off. And he's like, don't lie to him. Like, none of us are coming back. Yep. And yep. you see Robert Downey Jr. like, he's like laughing, but he's just he's like, like oh, what did why you Why are you do? doing this? And they segued out of it very yeah. easy. Like, so... It was just a throwaway line, but now yeah. people are going back and watching that. Like, wait, does Scarlett Johansson like really? Yeah, does she know fuck something? Fuck it up. Yeah, because like she literally like like leans over to to RDJ and is like, yeah. like don't lie to him. We're not coming back. Yep. And it was like, oh man. In the moment, it's gonna be all oh, you're just messing around. It's crazy exactly. to me too that they're not like. I mean, another conversation. Yeah. Like you've done this for ten years now. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, you know. That's why I always yeah. said whenever like Mark Ruffalo did it, um, Spider Man. Um, What's Tom Holland? Tom Holland yep. did it. Like this is all premeditated. I I will go to my deathbed saying it. Whenever they try to drop some of those, like oh everybody's gonna die, or at least I don't die. think the Ruffalo one, Ruffalo one was where he goes. Well, everybody dies. I think it's all premeditated. Yeah. But 
All right. Fascinating. Um, all right, let's jump right into the third quarter of the film room here. And before we wrap in the fourth quarter, any any observations? We're going to do like yeah. action slash comedy bits, but let's, just, let's tie it all together. Like any like other observations that you guys want to talk about? One thing that, and this kind of ties into what we were talking about with, with Arya and, and then building out that story over the course of years was like. Stark reference. When. <laughs> More Starks. Bad when, weekend for Starks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that very bad weekend for Starks. Not financially. But <laughs> when, when Captain Marvel. Uh, grabs the Infinity Gauntlet yep. and she's looking at the army and um, Tom Holland's like, how are you going to get through all that? Yeah. And then Okoye's like, MCU. don't worry, like she has help. Yep. And then literally like every female superhero is in that same spot at yep. once. I'm like, hold up. There's a fucking war going on and somehow, some way, all 10 of you guys are in one spot. <laughs> this is not productive. In this is brain. not productive. I will, I will say, we've talked about this. Not, I love that scene and I love that that I happened. I love that scene. But it, it kind of took me out of the moment yeah. a little bit because I was like, I'm so into this battle. What the fuck just happened? And then what, I was kind of taken out for a hot. I second. would actually, I would have, I would have liked to see them all like relatively close, but fighting their own battles, and then hearing that and being like, like make a wall for her, like make a make yeah. a convoy for her. Yeah. So you literally see them all mid fight just advancing forward instead yeah. of them saying climbing over rocks. Like, don't worry, like we got it. Like we're in a war right now. All ten of you guys should not be in the same position. Yeah, no, but they do kind of fly in, right? Because the shot yeah. keeps them widening, and you it's, kind of see folks flying in. And it's a it's a random. It serves per, we'll it, it, it a person, and, and it didn't ruin the movie in any regard. I love the scene, and they kind of whooped that. I house, think but. it was a crazy fun moment. <laughs> I'm with it. Shout out to the ladies. Okay. <laughs> They also they did you do this like in a Infinity DJ War. Right now. Anyway, yeah, they did do this in Infinity War. There's a smaller version of that, mm -hmm. um, you know, the final battle. But yeah, I thought it was is. that was a cool moment. I thought you know Tessa Thompson shows up. Yeah, um, Gamora 2014. Gamora is yeah. back. Um, one observation for me, and I mentioned this in our Captain Marvel sort of review, was Captain America wasn't in Captain America shape. No, like, yes. No, you've said this a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, they and again, he's played this role for ten years. Yeah. It's hard to get in the gym for seven months and yeah. you know, and and come out in like crazy packs and all that. But it was smart of them to just kind of keep him clothed and have the armor on. Yeah, so yeah. it was interesting to see like this is the final one. It's kinda like um X Men, what's her name? Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, How like yeah, yeah. she stopped after like the first movie, she's like, I'm not doing this so eight hour blue makeup <laughs> thing. Get out of here. I'm I'm too Gosh, big of a star. So over it. So but much respect to Logan, though. You know, Hugh Jackman, he, he got in shape for that final movie, and yeah. he was done. Comedic, a comedic highlight I loved was Ant-Man eating the tacos. Oh, That's yeah, great. And the That's ship great. came down, and they blew him away, and then Hulk out of nowhere just like... like Mini tacos. <laughs> and, but the music in the background, yeah. it's very it's like awesome. journeyman, like doo-doo-doo, and yeah, like yep. he hands him two tacos. The mini tacos. I mean, Ant-Man was the comedic relief throughout the whole movie. Like, oh, I'll say Thor was, man. I think well, Thor, yes. yeah. But like when, when Thor is talking about uh, one of the stones, like Ant-Man sitting there like fully enthralled in the story. Like, yeah. Face, he's just like, oh my like, God, this is an amazing story. Yeah, that was the best. That was, that was really the, best. the idea of like having that character who's like the audience of what is going on because yeah. he lets everyone know. I don't know what the fuck you guys. Are that was beautifully about. done. <laughs> that was beautifully done, actually. Yeah, right, because so you good. never got confused in the moment. Like everyone's reacting accordingly. Yeah, yeah. and Ant-Man even delivers right right away. He goes, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, even even before he's about to go. Um, even before he's about to essentially time travel, this is when they're trying to figure out if they can even do it. Yeah. Uh, before uh, Tony Stark comes in, there's a moment where Captain America is like. Like you, like you got it, Scott. Yeah. And he looks at him, he's like, "You're right." 
I, got I do, I do, I do have got it, Captain, Captain America. America. It was just like, it was so It was a funny. Civil War callback. But yes. it, that's the thing is like, nobody in that movie can pull out that line so like good. Paul Rudd. Because this is yours, Captain. You knew America. it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it was supposed to. It was supposed to be delivered exactly like that. I love that rocket treats him like a puppy. Yeah. So instead of <laughs> yeah. all space, you mean space like time travel? <laughs> like, like, space? Like, like, little puppy. like people forget that's Bradley Cooper. Doing yeah, that. people do. Right. And that's such a. I love good. they're all eating Chinese takeout on that table too. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and rockets just walking on the table, yeah. like that's in the lot. middle of it all. I thought it was a builder beer. It was such again. This is a great one lines there. Um, speaking of speaking of Ant Man. When Hope says we got a cap, mm-hmm. that was the callback to Ant Man and the Wasp. Because yeah. she's remember she's mad at him for yes. not you know mad at Ant Man for not calling her to the battle of yeah. Civil War, and it's like why are you calling him Cap like your buddies? And then yeah. she gets That's to say got a cap, and she smiles. It's like such a little nods. It was See, so good. One question I do have is, is it CGI when um, so after Thanos bombs the Avengers, yep. uh, Hawkeye should totally have died. All that. Every, everybody like have half armor of them should probably should have been yeah. Yeah, wiped. Yeah, but it's a pretty big explosion. Yeah. Like if you guys are going back and watching this movie, like look at Wet Rocket Raccoon. Like is that was that a puppet? Did they CGI that? It looked real as fuck. So I'm like, wait, is there somewhere in this world where there's like a beach of shit, damp Rocket Raccoon just laying out, or like was that like a hand puppet doing those motions? Because it looked real as fuck, but in my head, I'm like, they it went was to, probably CGI. They went to Google Disney. Images and typed wet raccoon. <laughs> I know. And they just did the best they could. But it, 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 it that looked, Disney money. To me, it was it had to have been real because it looked like animatronic. Like his yep. moves yeah. looked very like Disneyland, like small world type shit. Yeah. No. No, no I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That was awesome, man. So, um, yeah, I think there's so much in this movie. There's just so much. Any nitpicks, though? Any any tiny nitpicks? Any things you to change? I will say it will be interesting watching uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Uh, oh, no, Far, Far From, from Home. Home. Okay. Because technically, Spider-Man was in the quantum realm or was dusted. Yeah, dusted. So he was essentially gone for five years. Yep. So the kids, there's a scene in the film where he's yep. back at school. Yep. And he and sees his friend Ned. He sees Ned, Ned and dusted. they're so surprised. Yep. Ned was dusted because yep. he's that age. The kids that they're at school with now are technically like Not. sixth, seventh graders when they left. Yeah. Yep. All their friends that they know, knew and know. love are now like 21 years old, 22 exactly. years old. So I'm wondering if Far From Home will have some of that residual effect of I, them getting acclimated to a yeah. whole new world of kids. But to be fair, and this is very convenient on Marvel and Sony's side of things, is that essentially everyone in Spidey or Peter Parker's close circle all mm-hmm. got dusted. So okay. Zendaya is back. Yeah. Um, Flash is back. It's there. convenient. They're all, they're all exactly. Convenient. And that's, well, that's We're how also you five years in the future. So the MCU yeah. moving forward is now, now taking place. Five in, years uh, ahead of us. I'm bad at math. I would What's love to 2024, see. 2023. Yeah. I would have liked to see, like, what if Ned was a grown man and, that been interesting. and Peter came back? Like, that would have been an interesting dynamic, too. Yeah. Like Ned could have had like maybe a little Ned, family though. or yeah. lost, lost a bunch of weight, looking like Johnny Tsunami. Killing it. Yeah. That's what makes <laughs> And that is the actual end of phase three. And that's what Five Years confirmed that yeah. it's not yeah. going to be the beginning of phase four. Yes. Um I, again, it's hard to have any nitpicks that I, anything. Oh well, Black Widow's death and not really having a funeral was kinda odd. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think they, they showed her enough love there. Um it really doesn't have a lot of action. I, Those I, first two yeah. acts are void of action. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. And we all were, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, no, not a nitpick, but just an overall highlight, which I think, you know, it will go all day if we, if we try to get through it. But 
Josh Brolin's limited performance as Thanos in this was insane. Oh, man. And it's the little mannerisms he does where so even when he says he waits, he puts his helmet on the sword. So good. The it first just... time you see Thanos in this in this moment when he teleports into that ship to see his daughters, he's wiping the edge of his blade with a little yes. like towel. It's little things that mm-hmm. he's doing. He uh, he's when he's talking to Thor and Iron Man and Cap, he throws something onto the ground before he puts his helmet on and it's just like Kind of, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah. His presence is just so. You felt it, the personal line when he says, "When he says, you know, in all my years of doing this, it's never yep. become personal." Mm-hmm. And I, I want to have fun doing and, this. And that this. I felt that that was heavy. So I just gotta give a yeah. shout out to uh, I, Thanos round two. I really, twenty fourteen Thanos. Yeah. I really appreciate the moment where he's he's looking at the future events through Nebula's uh, circuit, and he's realizing that he did win. He did it. That he, he did it. And yep. it wasn't that like. Fuck Destiny. yeah, I did it. It was like I've accomplished like my yeah. one goal in this world. Like that to me, that, yeah. that was that was a pretty dope moment he, because to me, he, he handled it as Thanos would. It wasn't yeah. out of character. It was, Seeing yeah, him decapitated too, watching his own head fall Destiny off, he grins fulfilled. and yeah. is like, "That's yeah. destiny fulfilled. I did it." Yeah. It's the delivery of his lines are very almost philosophical, mm-hmm. and that was just like how he speaks, even in Infinity War, where he tells Gamora of he kind of essentially attributes everything that's good about Gamora to himself. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. you're a fighter, me. You're strong, me. Yeah. But you're He's, bad at lying because I never showed you how to do that. And it's like he just, his the line delivery in both movies, man, one of the best villains. Like, again, we don't yes. give him the respect because of CGI, but Brolin is performing yeah. with, you know, He's with doing the, it all. You know, he's on set. And one of the best villains in comic book history. I'm top three. I, I think so, I'm going to say, like, just because of, like, we talked about Iron Man, just because of what Marvel's done in 22 films, everything, a majority of those films were Thanos. Yeah. It was his imprint, yep. it was his effect. Avengers one, yep. As far as villains go, he's up there too. Yeah, he's, he's right there. there. Definitely. Quick question There's a scene where Star Lord is searching for Gamora. Yes. Technically, yes. Gamora should have been dusted because she came in with, That's with Thanos, but. She kind of flips sides. So does does the snap sort of give her? So, I took the snap to essentially be like you have one wish. It's going to have an Aladdin movie coming up, and Uh essentially you can wish what you want. So it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So are they? Did Tony essentially wish every villain, every evil person fighting them gets dusted away? Mm -hmm. And and that that was my thought, right? Because that's how you can save Gamora, so to speak, right? Um, but speaking of getting dusted away, when Thanos gets dusted away, Ugh. the accomplishment that got applause from the theater, yeah. and it was it was just because of like, yo, they they fucking did it, yeah. like they fucking like won, and it's yeah. like this shows you again just how much how much of a force Thanos was. Also, that last shot of Thanos is the exactly the same motion he he did in Infinity War. He just took a seat, mm-hmm. sat, rested, and just stared into the, you know, it was the it that, was kind of poetic, man. Yeah. And that spoke to who Thanos was because, yeah. like, he knew that he could win or lose. Like, yeah. he knew in one life he did win, but yep. he didn't know what this life was going to hold for him. Yep. So the fact that he realized he lost, there wasn't no, like, oh, I'm going to try to kill as many of you guys now as I can. It was like, I, 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 yeah, I accept exactly. his fate. I accept exactly. his fate. I would watch a whole Thanos movie. Yeah, they, they his, like, growing growing up. And Well, they're saying that he might show up in the Eternals. Interesting. That would be if that's a prequel, that could make yeah. sense. But they were just they getting were, full nerd on you. Yeah, apparently there were conversations about a Thanos movie, legitimately before Infinity War. That's uh, and w- Infinity War essentially became a Thanos. I'd, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, he could be our Joker. He yes. Could <laughs> Speaking of him, Captain Marvel's battle against him was interesting because she, you know, similar to Captain America in Infinity War, she can hold his hand, but she does it even easily. 
Yeah. And he couldn't overpower her until yeah. he grabs the power stone and he can and then see it on Captain Marvel's geez. face. Like, oh shit, I'm yeah. in trouble. But that was a that good was, move. She gets bopped. They, they did a she good job. Bopped. She got fucking rocked. And you see it in her eye. She goes, oh shit. <laughs> like, and he just <laughs> they, oh, they did man. a good job kind of nerfing the overpowered characters yeah. using the story, right? Yeah. So Thor, he's yeah. out of shape. Dad yeah, bod needs that. to yep. do some intermittent fasting. Shout out to Lauren, <laughs> our, our producer here, who's not paying attention because she doesn't watch Avengers. Um, <laughs> Um, and then also with Hulk, obviously in the final battle, he essentially has one arm. Yep. And then yeah. with Captain Marvel, she leaves to go help out all other planets, and then she shows up and gets dusted by the Power Stone. So that's yeah. going to be interesting how they sort of solve for the Superman problem that they have on their hands now with Captain Marvel. For that movie, for there to not be as many head scratches or head scratching yep. moments as there could be, I commend it because yep. like I went yep. through that film like I, I I will went to this movie. We were talking on the thread. I went to the second time I went to it. I went with my friend Jamie. She has never seen a Marvel movie. Thank you for doing that, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, and walked into this and walked out and was like, I, I liked that as yep. a film. Like, yeah. And I, now I want to like know more. I want to yep. be invested. And yeah. that, again, is a testament to Marvel. I, yep. The first time we saw it, uh, opening night, I was sitting next to... Pro, he was had to have been in his early to mid-70s. Uh, s- small black, black man. He, it looked like he was there with maybe his his son or, or yeah. his grandson. But when Star-Lord is dancing, I forget what song is playing. It's, a, it's an old song from like the 70s. Like that guy felt like a child again. He, yeah. he was bopping in his seat. He was like yeah. when um, when Captain Marvel wielded the hammer, I mean, when Captain America wielded the hammer and started going at Thor, like he was like, get him, like go get him. I was like, bro, this is this is gonna this be me crazy. in sixty years. Like yep, I can't yep, wait for this. Yep. I saw that dude, and then I not looked, sixty. I'll be. I saw. Dead by I know you're talking about, and I've seen dudes like that in movies. And and I read an article the other day where it was like talking about how how. Uh, this Marvel culture is hurting men in, in the dating world <laughs> yeah. and how yeah. like women are like, he's like super into Iron Man. It's yeah, let him weird. know. I, I told him that yeah, Perret hit us up the other day with like, cause the fact that he saw Endgame without his girlfriend and she, you know, she was like, you guys are going to make me lose my relationship cause she's mad. I'm seeing it without her. I'm like, Matt, you got, you got to lay the groundwork early. You got to let him <laughs> yeah. know. This is how. This is what goes down. This is what happens. Hey, um, yeah. I'm not afraid to ask permission to see movies with my like. Hey, yeah. excuse, uh, babe, can I uh, can I go see movies yep. with Dane, please? Like, yep. I'm fine do asking permission. Like, yeah, do why not? You, yeah, do what you have to. Let's uh, let's dive into let's dive into fourth quarter. Let's dive yeah. into fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. We got this, some awards. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, so we're recapping. Clearly, we all love this movie. So, with that said, where does the movie rank for you in the MCU? It's it's up there. Really with, quick. It's too soon to tell. Okay. I'm still, I'm still living with it. It's talk. It's, 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 to me, it's in sports it's, radio, Spencer. You got to give hot takes. You got to rank them. Got to tell me who's better, MJ or LeBron, Brady. It's, a, it's or number two. Manning. To me, it's number two right now. It's and I need to go top again. three. I, it's it's a top what, three. What's number one? Say it. Winter Soldier's still my top. Okay. I still like Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah, yeah. I still like. But Man, uh, Civil yeah. War, interesting. Civil because the villain. Yeah, is that Zemo? Yeah. He puts everything into effect without firing a single bullet, yep. and he completely rips apart the Avengers. Spencer yep. likes those smart villains. I like smart <laughs> villains. I like, yeah, no, I like smart, smart villains that can that can tear the whole institution down without firing a bullet. Zemo did that, and I mean, essentially, that's what's that's what set up um, yeah. uh, Age of Ultron, right? Yeah. Like that's yep. why yeah. Cap wasn't there. Well, it's an, an, an oh, game. yeah, yeah. Infinity War yeah. and Endgame, and what, Infinity, Tony yeah. what about you though? <sighs> For me, it's it's. It, I would, like I said, I prior to this I said, Winter Soldier is the best MCU movie. And I thought Black Panther from a 
theoretical accomplishment standpoint was the best movie in the MCU. Um, for this movie, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I got to figure it out. But I would say it's definitely top three. And I know yeah, I'm going sure. against mine and actually yeah. putting, actually put a number on it. It is interesting. What this movie, Infinity War made me, prior to Infinity War, I wanted to watch all the previous MCU movies. Mm -hmm. What Endgame did that was fascinating was that I've seen it. Now I want to go back and watch them all exactly. again. Exactly. Yes. And that's that's a real accomplishment. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's it's hard to compare with the other movies just because, again, it's such a different beast. It's exactly. pulling from 21 movies prior. So it's the, it's the best of its kind because, quite frankly, it's the only one of its kind. I, I heard yes. that. Yes, uh, that's a good way to put it. I heard that Marvel's releasing uh, like all 22 videos in like a pack. Oh, I'm buying probably. that. It's probably going to be huge. I'm <laughs> buying that. That's Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's top three. It's top three. Reminder, so I don't forget. We're gonna have a giveaway. So not on this episode, but yes. keep listening, subscribe, follow these guys on the social media. We're gonna have a giveaway of Avengers One on 4K, and to add to that collection and p potentially uh, Endgame tickets too. Yes. So you can see it as yes. many times as as we have. Absolutely. Um, if you dare, let's wrap this up really quick <laughs> yeah. with a let's give awards. This generation one of MCU is wrapped. It's over. Even though yes. Far From Home is still to come. Um, let's give away some like sports awards here for the uh, this generation of the MCU and start off with the most improved. Who over the span of this twenty two movies Easy. showed the most improvement for you guys? Thor. 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 You're talking about how shitty those first two films are, and then he comes on under Ragnarok. He nearly kills Thanos. Does kill <laughs> Thanos, and now he's part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm yep. gonna say Thor. I mean, in terms of yes, that's that's to me that's a big grab. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit left with this. I'm gonna say Nebula. Mm. As long as you can say Wong, Nebula. I mean Wong. He's <laughs> he's top three. Of why yeah. why we even all right? Hey, Nebula's great. Nebula because she went from being a cold-hearted killer that just wanted to literally kill anything in her path, and she couldn't kill Gamora for whatever reason. I, that's a story for another day. Yeah. But she from that story arc to literally working with the Avengers to becoming an Avenger essentially. Yeah. To trying to kill her dad, like to me, that's a that's a great story arc. Yeah. That's it a, was. that's the most improved. Mm -hmm. That's agreed. Awesome. I got no no beef with that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go with Ant Man. I think okay. this is a guy that yeah. shows up and is, you know, is just a, a thief, low-level <laughs> thief, and then he becomes, you know, important not just physically with what he can do as as Ant Man and Giant Man, but also too, like he he introduced the the the, the strategy to to kind of make yep. this all work. So I'm gonna go Ant Man there. All right, quickly moving on, Coach of the Year, and this is for the folks who are behind the scenes who have helped, the, the, you know, these heroes in this first 22 movies of the MCU. Um, who do you guys have for Coach of the Year? I got Howard Stark. I have Ancient One and Howard Stark. Howard, because mm. as we said earlier, it was that sense of closure that Tony needed, and then Tony even doing that snap, knowing he had that moment, I thought that was pretty. And Howard you know, Stark full was circle. also instrumental in Captain America's. He yes. was. He well. was. Yes. I mean, and he the Starks kind of shaped the MCU in a lot of ways. I mean, if if you think about it, Howard Stark, after talking with Tony, he had his son, who again was Tony. So he poured into Tony what we know Tony to be today. Yeah. So yeah. I'd, I'd say, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a coach of the year. Yeah. By the way, like Samuel L. Jackson is in Endgame for like... Two seconds. Literally two seconds. And we were joking about this because when you, when you have a scene like that where you're only in it for that amount of time, you're only on set for like three to four hours, if that. No, he, he probably, probably ate like a hot lunch. Bro, he probably like shot that <laughs> in, in two, 
20 minutes yeah. and got in, got out two years ago, and it's not like, oh, wait, we got to do the promo for that? Wait, what did I do in that movie again? I heard he oh, just. Oh, I was <laughs> on the steps. Great. <laughs> cool. L- now we can talk about it. You know it. that scene yeah. in Happy Gilmore where he wants the money now, and he's like, just give me one of those big checks. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's Samuel Jackson on every but movie. But he, he, he got bankrolled for it, too, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. more power to yeah. him. I read somewhere that uh, I think it was in um, Variety that I Downey, made five million a day for three days worth of work for homecoming that's amazing yes. that's insane and he made 50 million off of just the first avengers because of the deal he signed in the first time yeah. yep because he amazing. he participates in the he didn't tell upside me that, of all I these mean, movies like yeah yes yeah, so if as more this movie has made made 1.2 billion in his first week and downey is getting some, some i mean of that it, it's looking like they might topple avatar avatar yeah. grossed what 2.7 billion i yeah. believe yeah it, it's looking like they're they're on track to become it's the highest grossing balls in your court avatar too i know when you ever you come out and then three and four that are yeah. Yeah. currently right in behind 2032. it all right let's move on to uh, the next generation ned you know, Spidey, Spidey's buddy who loves being the guy in the seat could be a coach of the year. We'll see. Uh, comeback player, you know, Hulk, Spidey, War Machine. There are a few of those folks who, you know, we thought were either done and they came back in a strong way. Who do you guys got for this? Hulk, because of the snap. Yeah. And just the way he, yeah. he's like 18 months in a gamma lab, put the brains in the yeah. front. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he 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 did it. Come out, yeah. Doctor Strange. Oh, Why would Doctor Strange be comeback player? There we go. He yeah, no, I feel like a he dipshit. Literally he's came on my back. team. I didn't say Whatever. He literally came back. <laughs> that totally works. Um, Great minds think similar. I mean, War Machine. War Machine went through all True. kinds of, yeah. you know, his character arc from being a different actor, <laughs> for one. Yeah. And, then, um, and he was substantial. This was probably War Machine's most substantial Avengers mm-hmm. movie. War yeah. Machine had a bigger story arc in, throughout the MCU than I yeah. thought he ever would. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. served to be a, one of the original, you know, Avengers, so be it, and one of the final. And Damn, I, Terrence Howard must be fucking I know, right? kicking But I also out. don't feel like, I think a big part of why the MCU works is that they have a group of folks who seem to all fucking have fun together yeah. and yeah. love it. And I just don't see Terrence, Terrence Howard. Speaking, Howard, of, speaking yeah. of War Machine, of speaking of War Machine yeah. uh, Cheeto was just on the shop. Yep. Yes. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. shop. Check it out. If Whenever you listen to this, this is going to release on Friday. The shop is airing on Saturday, HBO Uninterrupted. Definitely check it out. I was hoping it was going to give us in the free flesh. tickets to, to the premiere. That did not happen, but <laughs> uh, but I've still seen it four times and soon five. Yeah. Um, so that was and also, did you guys notice his uh, armor when he approaches Tony is very Iron, Iron Patriot. Patriot. Yeah, it is. So I, I was I'm mad we didn't get a better shot of that. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Big uh, callbacks there to Iron Man three. All Good right, time. couple of couple of two more left. Best dress, and this is very more NBA than NFL type <laughs> of award. This is more. Twitter, Who? NBA, social. Hang with me here. Hang with me here. Best dress character from the MCU 22 movies. This could, this could be suits. It's, it's Hulk. Like It is Hulk. How could it not be Hulk? Like yeah. This dude is dressing in like He wore JK a tracksuit. He was wearing a tracksuit. wearing suit. like 7X. And then he dabbed. <laughs> Like he and had like he Birkenstocks dabbed, yes. on. I'm pretty sure I saw him in Burks on. So and like, he had like that, um, you know how like this athleisure clothing yes. now is like he had one of those going on and like Slim before fit. the fight yeah he was yeah. like where do, where do you find a tailor for that I'm, I'm <laughs> who is tailoring his clothes I'm gonna say Rocket okay no, because nice. he's okay. got the original like the OG Guardians he has gloves yeah. on yeah. yeah there's little ra- there's little raccoon gloves yeah. it's awesome <laughs> I have That's my hands great. up right now I don't know why I'm like shaking I'm gonna up. go with Cap and okay. this is a nod to Winter Soldier I thought that was the best Cap the stealth costume from Winter Soldier yes. I thought that was my amazing um, and also 
his most horrendous suit got a lot of love in this movie oh, yeah. in a comedic way. America's like, ass. That's America's ass. Yeah. Another great line from Paul Rudd. That shit was good, man. That's America's ass. I will America's say, uh, we're going back a little bit, but the moment where he sees young Cap and they fight for that split second, That's he so goes, like, I could do this all day. He's like, yeah, I know. I know. Like, I know. It just shows so much growth of Cap being like, yeah, whatever. listen, the world is bigger than what you're thinking it is. Bro. Plus, like, he also <laughs> curses at the top of it, too. Yeah. Now, I was yeah, hoping yeah, maybe yeah. younger yeah. Cap could have been yeah. like... <laughs> Watch, watch oh, your language. Man. But shout out to even Matt Perret again because the way he delivers that line of, yeah, I know, is very Matt Perret. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah know. I know. <laughs> I know. I get it. Yeah. All right, last one, guys, before we wrap up finally. And Lauren, who's here, can stop hearing our Avengers talk. It's been, it's been two hours. But this is what you get for Endgame. Lauren's going to love the MCU. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers break down Endgame conversation. Um, MVP. MVP of the entire MCU for this first 22 movies. Who you got? I mean, I'm, I'm, we can all agree it's Ant Man, right? We can all agree. We can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree that it's Iron Man. It's Iron Man. Yeah. It, it, there's no, there's no other. It's RDJ. It has to be. They literally made 22 movies to make him the MVP. And I am so excited to go back to this movie on Saturday. Just a because it's IMAX, but because every scene Robert Downey Jr. is in in this movie, I am just. I, I get something out of it, yep. you know? We can so. dive back into this, but the moment where he doesn't think his simulation for time travel is going to work, and he's like, oh, it's whatever. Like, I'll yeah, do one more so simulation good. go to bed. Such a good scene. And it's like 99.978% like, accurate. He's like, oh, my, and what? Then, and then what happens? Shit. <laughs> and then what happens? A dad moment. Dad exactly. movie. A dad, a dad moment. moment. In-game is a dad movie. Dad that's, movie. Your mom, that's your mom's word. She coined that. Don't, don't put that to me. It's through and through a dad movie. <laughs> So uh, Iron Man, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the only Iron other, Man. Man. The, the only other contender, obviously, is the hundred-year-old uh, Captain America, who again didn't start it off, but as you know, was the leader of the team. Yeah. Um. So you know, really awesome moments. Deliver the Avengers Assemble moment, which makes me geek out every uh, fucking time. And and, the, and he's go. got the hammer and the shield in his yes. hands. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so great. You know, Thor's but, like, no, you take the little one. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was great. They tossed him back. Such a great moment. Such a great moment. But yes, Iron Man, you know, going back to the line, even in Age of Ultron, where, you know, Maria Hill's character goes, you're the boss. And I know I'm not the boss. He's the boss. I just make everyone look cool and build everything. And that, mm-hmm. that was his role. He, that was his role, yeah. He, I mean, Avengers HQ, that's all his money. Yeah. Avengers Tower, that was all his money. Yep. Spider-Man and his suits, that's all him. Spider-Man's suits get, does get to do instant yeah. kill. Mm-hmm. Shout out to instant kill. Instant kill, that was great. Great <laughs> callback. Awesome great callback. timing. Yeah. It was awesome. Every, like the timing of pretty much all of this, was. I, there's going to be a bunch of things that we miss, but... Um, unlike these Avengers folks, we can't time travel and we you no. know, find that but of that. Legit props yeah. to the Russos and Marcus and McFeely for yeah. these yes. films. It's yes. Incredible. Yes. Absolutely. They uh they deserve a ton of credit. Yeah. Writers thank you. and the thank you. director. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That was a thank trending you. topic over awesome, the weekend. Man. Yeah. Like so. to be able to, to be able to experience this and it's the last thing I'll say, honestly. And if you don't like if you're like Lauren and you don't watch the Avengers or Game <laughs> of Thrones, they don't get into any of this, whatever that is, find it. Find an experience and enjoy it. Cause Agreed. It's a it's a blessing to be able to experience these moments. This might be the biggest movie event of our lifetime. This is there. our generation Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what? I will. F- <laughs> no, and I and I will. I will. Never heard of that. I will <laughs> say that because you know, as a, a film fan, you know, and yep. we're wrapping up. Even my dad, when Force Awakens came out in 2015. He's not a Star Wars fan, but he saw that scroll come down at the beginning of that movie, and he got a feeling out of it. Yeah. And now you see these, you see that Marvel logo, and it, it means yeah. something now, yeah. like yep. when it's coming in. And so, you know, again, I, I 
if you're not into these films, take a little time, watch a few. They're not for you, they're not for you, but you will get so much out of them if you just sit down and just give it the time. Or find whatever yeah. makes you like excited and happy yeah. and enjoy yeah. it. Like everyone deserves that, whatever. The feeling that you can clearly see we had watching this experience and mm -hmm. talking about this for damn near as long as the movie yeah. was. Find whatever does that for you and enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. Spence, uh, any last thoughts? No, nah, I mean, honestly, if if you want to listen to us more, you know, like and follow the show. Uh, tweet at us at hashtag Film Study Podcast. Follow us on our socials uh, at Pacinger, no vows, and at Dane Mork. Um, subscribe yeah. to WRTS station. Run the station. Stars, and, you know, we'll see you next week. You can also find the uh, pods Instagram at Film Study Pod yes. as yes. well. Um, yes. TD, so we'll, where be, can we'll, be there, we'll be there. I'm at Producer too. TD. Right? Producer so TD, there an, it is. An, 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 an Damn, I you got am that username? A producer, yeah. <laughs> I am a producer. A producer. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. we are job. signing off. Fittingly, <laughs> because just like the end of the movie, they do sign off. The yeah. OG, the OG six do sign off the end credits. So yeah. it's time for us to sign off. Go see Endgame. Welcome to WRTS. We run this station presented by Uninterrupted. I'm Spencer Pacing, and I'm here with my homeboy, Dane Mork. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start over. Use, why did I use homeboy? <laughs> what? Have you ever refrained to Dane as homeboy before? Hell no. <laughs> no, that, I, that was a little I'm really looking around like, like, homeboy, what <laughs> is going on?